Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. How did that manage to... Oh, it's in a playlist. I know, they can't hear it anyway. It just blows my mind that it somehow managed to happen anyway. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, Thursday, May the 2nd, 2019. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope you're all well and ready for another beautiful show on this beautiful day. We're not actually raining for the first time Holy in shit. what feels like three years. Dude, th- uh, the weather here has been, like, it hasn't been a bad winter at all. No, we but, can't complain about the winter. But man, this shit is dragging on. It's fucking, it's like, it's it's England every day here, yeah. man. It's gloomy. We're doing this weird, like, uh, it wants to be, uh, it wants to be spring, but it did- Whoa, whoa, whoa! You got like three different playbacks there. I do. I That's do. impressive. There we go. We're good. There you go. Uh, it, like it wants to be spring in the daytime, and then uh, at night it's like, no, fuck it. It's still kind of winter. Yes. We'll get down to like zero, uh, and we get frost and everything else, and it's then we ter- come back up, bro, and it's and, and it's, then it rains. It's terrible all the time. It's terrible. Um, and also we've just we have a new we have a new neighbor. Um, when I say new neighbor. This is a whole. It's a whole new. I've never experienced this before, and you know we pretty much here live in the woods. Right. Um, so wildlife around here is. You know, I've we've had bears. I, I've shown. Uh, you know, on uh, on Instagram last year where the bear was ripping our garbage apart. Literally, we had yes. the black bears yeah, on yeah. our cameras outside. Yeah, yeah. Taking it was crazy. Uh, but anyway, we've got a new. We've got a new. Uh, actually, we've got two new pets. Oh, who's joined? Who's joined? So number uh, one, there's there uh, the zoo. So there's a squirrel, right? Um, yes. That. The, in our green bin, there's a little hole at the bottom, right. so the squirrel can get inside. And we before it used to be taped with duct tape, so when we moved here, we never we never fixed it. But the duct tape came off at some point through probably the ah. crazy weather. Yeah, probably. So yeah. There, there's this squirrel that comes in, and I remember the first time I met the squirrel. I don't, I didn't even give him a name yet, but have first it, time I met him, casual conversation with he, him. He was like he straight up looked like he was Ethiopian, right? He, he it was not just barely surviving. It was bones and skin. Yeah. Okay. Now, this motherfucker looks like he is an English aristocrat. Perfect. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great dude. He can barely fit in the fucking hole. <laughs> he he is eating everything. He lives like under my jeep. Uh, he lives like underneath the tires and shit. He's just chilling. Uh, so we have him. He's cool. I don't mind him. And I haven't duct taped up the thing because you know what? I'll feed him. It's well, all sure. Good. I mean, he's not hurting he's anybody. He's probably going to gorge himself to death. Yes. But that's his choice. That's it. And um, it's getting to the point now where I go and take out the garbage, and he'll run, but he won't run too far. So, like, he's all... He's he, getting used he's to He's getting you. used to me, because he knows I won't hurt him. So, but pretty soon, I'm, I think he's probably just going to be waiting outside, tapping on the green bin, like, bro, when, when can I... The fuck are you doing this? Yeah, when can I get some, some green bin shit? Meals on wheels. So, but the newest pet is an annoying one. Uh-oh. Right? So, almost every morning now... Yes. If if the baby ain't waking me up for an alarm, if my alarm isn't set to wake me up before the baby gets up, alarm that's sitting right next to the house. We have a bird, but it's not just any type of bird. It's a woodpecker, and the wood Whoa. and the woodpecker sits at the top of my house, and we have those gutters, right? The like the hollow gutters where the rain shoots down. Yes. Yeah. So this motherfucker starts uh, like it's like whatever on they the peck gutter? on the gutter, and it makes this hollow fucking. Like noise that just goes through the whole house. Like this woodpecker has literally a forest not forty feet away. Literally, and he is trying to 
peck through your gutter. Yes, and Amazing. it's and and it wakes up everybody in the house. My dog fucking loses it because it sounds like it sounds like you know the the machines that the contractors use when they're breaking up the uh, the Jack concrete. Hammer? It sounds like a jackhammer, but it, not uh, obviously not as you know well, no, not crazy. That loud. Yeah, but yeah. it's a, it's like a hollow jackhammer sound because <laughs> the gutters are like a, like a hollow tube. Well, yeah, it carries, it carries sound, the, the sound whole, whole the fucking house. Oh yeah. So no matter where you're at, you hear it. I have to go sometimes in the morning at like seven o'clock in the morning, and I go, hey. Stop! <laughs> and he fucking shoots off. And then next next morning, same motherfucker. And he's right up, right uh, above my window. Oh. Anyway, fuck him. Man. I'm pretty soon. Not gonna lie, man. I'm gonna have to grab a, you know, a crossbow, a BB gun, a or something. Cro- I'll <laughs> just take a crossbow. A, take a Woody, man. I'm telling Holy you. Holy shit! He keeps this up. If he starts waking up the baby. He's dead. Yeah. Dead. Unfortunately, you wouldn't be able to use a gun because you're too close to residential. So you'd have to. I know. You'd have to stick with. A, I mean, I don't poison. Even think a pellet. No. Good luck getting a woodpecker to have poison. Well, I mean, I could. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Pellet gun, you might be able to get away with, but uh, that's about that's about it. Call Peter. Call that's Peter because right. something's about to go down. A uh, Peter kill more animals than everyone else, so you could call them and actually they might just they come might do actually the job come down and you. do the job for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they yeah. could speed that process in the humane up. way. Yes. Yeah, sure electro th- shock therapy. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so anyway, that's my new neighbor. Yeah, that's what's going on. Um, How was your week, Adam? I know you went to your grandmother's, I was, right? I was down at the homestead. Yeah, so we, Dad and I went down to open it up for the season. Uh, now that my grandmother's not there, uh, you know, we had to close it up for the winter time, and it was the first time. Oh my God! In uh, probably a hundred years that that house didn't have somebody in it in the wintertime. Mm. So we had to, you know, do what you do with any kind of house where you winter it, where you have to drain all the pipes. You've got to fill everything with antifreeze. Yeah. The toilets get filled with antifreeze. The washer gets filled with antifreeze. Your sinks, everything have to get filled with antifreeze uh, because you can drain them all, but if there's even a trace amount of water in there, it's going to burst pipes yeah. and you're going to be salty. Bad time. As fuck. Bad time. Expensive bad time. Especially the house is over 160 years old. And so it's not like all these pipes are like well insulated no. and fucking like they'll no. open that shit up and they'll go, Oh, guess what? You yeah. also need this. Oh. This, this, that, that, and this. Well, first of all, dad and I would just be ones doing all the work. <laughs> we wouldn't be bringing it because as soon as they see it, yeah. game <laughs> over. <laughs> that dude, they saw the electric and the plumbing in that place. Holy shit. My grandfather did all of it. Mm. So he did all the electric and plumbing. And it's not like, I mean, obviously it's been, it's been operable and nothing has happened through everything since my grandfather did it. So it's fine. Mm. But if you got somebody down there and they're looking at it like versus today's code, it would be like, holy shit, dropping the T on that real quick. Yeah. Uh, so case in point, when we went down, we didn't think we were going to run into it, but we had some plumbing issues that we had to deal, uh, deal with. Uh, where a couple of the sinks didn't want to drain. Both of those sinks coincidentally drain into the same like uh, galvanized pipe, and it's a T-joint. So it comes down, and it's in a, in a T or whatever, and then that attaches to the main uh, the main out. like sewage out of the house. And so it was only appearing in those two things, so it was in the T, whatever was happening. And it's galvanized pipe, which means, given the fact that galvanized pipe was probably put in about 40, 50 years ago, maybe even longer, um, well, actually, oh yeah, maybe only maybe even sixty years ago, it's just built up shit inside of that galvanized yep. pipe, rust, yep. whatever, because a lot of iron and it's well water. So we had to snake that out because the house is one hundred and sixty years old, and there's not a straight wall in the entire place because it's 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 built with uh it's built um 
peg built with pegs, not nailed. Damn. So it's, it's wooden peg. It's raw timber Damn. with wooden peg. So when the wind blows, the house is like, ah, nah, 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 nah. it's fine though. <laughs> uh, so because of that though, when Grampy was running the plumbing, not everything lines up nice like a brand new construction, nah. right? You can't just run a straight fucking PVC nah. pipe down a wall and expect it to hit the fucking drain. It's just not going to happen. No. So it got to the last point where you had to go from the galvanized pipe and the other galvanized pipe, and there was about a foot, 15 inches, where uh, it was offset. He couldn't run a straight pipe anymore. So he got, uh, because it's just a drain and there's no pressure, it's not pressurized water, he got an old rad hose and he he belted the rad hose to the two pipes. And so when we had to get into this thing, we had to cut the rad hose off. Uh, and it's in this tiny. We're in the. So when you were in there, you're probably like, "What in the actual living fuck?" Well, kind well of I've MacGyver? only seen all that. It's all open. So when you oh, go in, the, I've seen okay. all this stuff for years. It's oh, down okay. like the pump, the electric, everything's down in the old cellar. So I've I've seen all this shit. So, but we had to like, you know, get, Dad gets the Exacto blade, and we're trying to cut this pipe out, but it's in a really awkward spot, and it's no joke, about six inches from the fucking electric panel. Mm. And so there's water right next to the electric panel. And then where the wires were crossing the house for power, the couple of like 12 gauge cable. Yeah. yeah. Dad, Dad was saying out loud, he was like, Dad, what in the fuck were you... <laughs> you did? Uh, but I mean, Grampy had a reason for everything. So there's probably a good reason for it, but it was routed around the back of this, of this pipe. And then on the other side, it, it attached. So the pipe is here, and this cable went around the back and then hit into the panel. And so Dad, Dad was trying to cut this pipe, this rad hose, yeah. with this X-Acto knife that's like you know got rust and everything else inside of it, water and shit, and trying not to like have the X-Acto blade slip. Yeah, because then he cuts through the twelve gauge wire. And he's standing in a puddle of water. And you die. And then both of us die. Yeah. So, Great. So, that's a so, that's a wonderful so, that's a because if you didn't show up for a podcast today, I'd be like, That would be why. You I know. was dead I was dead in the basement somewhere. Great. So uh but he managed to happen, dad got her done, that's and then good. we replaced it with a just updated hose. We snaked it out. It was just all rust, is all it was, because it's just iron like yeah, crazy yeah. in the Build water. Up. Yeah. Uh and got it snaked out, put on a new uh rad hose. We went to a boat shop and was like, You have like some hose that we could put on this shit and that would fit on this pipe. And he went and got some more rad hose, except this is silicon because it's new fancy shit. It's not 50 years old anymore. Mm, it's 2019 new fan- the dream. 2019 the dream. So we got that, slapped that on there, and she's everything's draining again. So we did that and some other shit around the house, but the house is fine. And since Grammy's not there anymore and we need help subsidizing the upkeep of this property, um, thankfully we have a pretty extensive family down that, uh, you know, in those parts. And a few of them are looking to rent the house for like short stints. Oh, nice. So they just pay like X dollars or whatever a night. And then that helps cover maintenance on the property Perfect. and whatnot. And since they're family, which is the only people we trust in that house to begin with, because yep. it's still full of all of our shit, yep. um, it works for us. So that was what we were down there getting the house ready for the first Great. occupants oh, of shit. the season. But that was fun. I always like enjoy going down there and doing, you know, get some, my hands dirty. And get I'm, some sleep. I'm off the grid. I get some sleep. Yeah. Because like I was saying before You're the You're a new man today, Adam. You go down there. Yeah. You do, you know, eight, nine hours Adam of shows work. up on, on time here today. Everything <laughs> is done beforehand. He's on, you know, he's talking in, in, in coherent sentences. Yes. Uh, there's a glow, Adam. It there's happens. a glow. I was only down there. I was only working. I didn't even get to relax. Uh. Dad and I went down there. We drove for three hours. And then uh. we worked until 9, 930. Had some dinner. Drank half a bottle of wine. Went Nothing to wrong sleep. With that. Did the same thing the next day for 10 hours. Drank the other half of the bottle of wine. Nothing wrong with that. Came home. Here you are. Bob's your uncle. Here Let's we do are, it. Ready to get back to work. All kinds of fuckery news going on. More, there's going to be a lot of movie 
a movie TV talk today because yes. you and I saw Endgame we did. Uh, last Friday. We did. So we'll, we'll have a little discussion uh, about that. And then the we'll, inf- now infamous episode three game happened of, on of game Sunday. Of Thrones. So we'll be yes. talking about that as well we the, towards the end. And then, don't, let's, we'll hold it. Let's wait. What's going on in gaming? Let's wait. Let's, let's see what we've got going on in gaming. So there's, there wasn't like a huge amount, but some of the stuff is actually pretty sizable. Let's just start with this first. I can't stop burping for some reason right now. I don't have even well, probably because I haven't eaten in a while. Um, Epic is finalizing. This is this is scary, starting to scare people even more now. Okay, people are coming out the woodwork now. They're we're, we're getting the uh, I told you so starting to pop up now. So Epic um, making their first, I guess, since they started doing this game store stuff, this first major acquisition. They're acquiring Psionics, which is the company who makes Rocket League. Interesting. That's an uh, interesting buy. So they're, uh, I think it's a fucking amazing buy. Mm. Uh, but so they're they're picking up Psionics and they're in the finalization stage. So Psionics uh, had their little announcement on their website or whatever, and they said in the bottom um, that the finalization is probably going to be end of May, early June. It will be handled. Uh, but they're uh, they were excited because so I'll get this before I get to the part where everyone's you know freaking Losing out. Their mind. Uh, so Psionics, Psionics is pretty much only Rocket League right now. They're not, they're, it's kind of like Riot. They're, they have one game. It's Rocket League. They do it very well. Yep. And they're running the show, <laughs> running the show. There is no other game like Rocket League. It's in its own little fucking pocket. It's fire if you watch the, the, you know, their, their, uh, pro league. It's crazy. Some of the shit that people do, it's quite hype. And they're just in their own little pocket having a good time. Great. The thing is that game even though it continues to sell relatively well, the vast majority of those sales have pretty much happened, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get some steady sales, but the vast majority have already play? been sold. We're going free to play. Uh, I don't know about that, but the thing is, for them, Epic acquiring them in this nature is going to inject them with a huge amount of capital yep. up front, yep. uh, which is going to allow them to expand upon the game, obviously, uh, with content uh, more easily. And then more importantly, and I think the thing that's probably going to get the most benefit out of this is their esports scene, is going to get uh, a lot more attention now mm-hmm. and to be able to try to expand that mm-hmm. and maybe get it a little bit more to the forefront because... Uh, right now, it's been existing and it's doing it does quite well. You know, they get twenty, thirty thousand people watching the RLCS. It's not bad. It's not bad, which is pretty good. Yeah, especially for a game like Rocket. They're kind League, of right? in a weird Rocket League is basically the um, the NFL uh, type of game. You know, like the well, like, Rocket it's League it's kind of in that realm because you look at sports, uh, esports for for yes. sports related games. Yeah, they aren't a Twitch thing for the most part. No, they're on there. But you see it more celebrated on the big screen. Like you'll go to the movie yes. theater and there'll be uh, big land events. Yeah. There'll be uh, just weird shit. Uh, like it's a weird. Well, at the uh, end of the day, it's soccer, right? Yes. Yeah. So it 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 even though it's with rocket cars, right? It's still ultimately soccer. So yeah. it's easy to understand. Yeah. Uh, and it gels more with just you know the it, good television. It'd be like a good TV esports. When people were talking about you know or, uh, what would make for the first really good like test run. For you know ESPN or some shit like that, I was always advocating Rocket League, yeah. Rocket League yeah. because it's not a shooter. Yep. So you're not going to get everyone like losing their minds about a shooter. Uh, it's simple in that it is basically soccer. Uh, there's crazy shit that happens that that anyone who looks at it can appreciate the difficulty of it. Yep. Uh, you know, just by watching it. 
uh, and and it's uh, it's an easy game for them to spectate, so it's not like a confusing thing to watch. And I always thought it would be a good idea. So I thought, uh, so my my take on this so far is that that's probably going to be what ends up getting uh, the most attention mm-hmm. uh, outside of of course creating more content. Maybe who knows what they'll do with it within the game. We'll be on the launcher now. Exactly, so, but that's yeah. the next part. So after the first six months. Uh, it will be moved to the Epic Game Store mm-hmm. uh, from Steam. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been, and they've come out... See, here was the problem. When Psyonix put out their uh, their announcement, it was word... And, and this is like happened on their announcement, but also there was Twitter messages and stuff involved, and there were some mixed signals. You were getting like Epic almost saying one thing and Psyonix saying another, where it either read like after the six months... It was going to be pulled from Steam store for purchase and only on Epic. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, uh, Epic was saying there has been no decisions made at this point as to how we're going to mm-hmm. tackle that. All we know right now is that it will be in six months' time on the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Uh, and that regardless of whether or not it continues to be sold on Steam, it will still be supported on Steam, and so if you own it on Steam, yeah, you can still you can launch still it launch stuff. it, play it the whole nine yards. You can yeah. get patches. I think I think probably what it is, like it probably there is mixed signals, but I think maybe from what I'm hearing, and I haven't looked into this, but um, it sounds like the Rocket League guys they jumped the gun in making an announcement that they probably shouldn't have made. Not the fact that they weren't being acquired, but yeah. on what was going to take place after the the acquisition. And I think Epic with but with Borderlands 3 and everything else and all this bullshit that's going on, even though it's likely that the purchase will leave Steam. I mean, Epic Epic's now going to own Rocket League. It's going to be their property. Yes. So yeah. for them to sell it on their competitor just doesn't make any sense. But they probably didn't they probably didn't want what would perceive to be a good thing for Rocket League fans yeah. um, to then be tarnished in a bad light downvoting uh, on the reviews, people getting upset and angry that, oh, you're taking away from Steam, you're putting it on Epic, this is the, you know, here we go, here comes the takeover, their dicks are starting to be swung around, which favorite game is going to be next? They're going to take it and blow, you know how people get, And right? you know what's fucking stupid? Dude, nobody talking about Rocket League. Zero people talk. Now they are. But now they are. Now they are. This is good for Rocket League. This is great for Rocket League. If you can somehow look at this and hate Rocket League, go fuck yourself, buddy. Dude, this is nothing. And I know I'm not on Epic's dick. I don't play Fortnite. I don't give a fuck about Epic. If you truly think that this is a bad thing for for Rocket League, you're higher than a fucking kite. This is going to put Rocket League even more on the map, not only in terms of what we're sitting here talking about it and everybody else talking about it, but also going to be bringing it onto the Epic Launcher, which is massive. You can make the same argument that Steam is bigger, but we're putting it in a new... We're putting Rocket League in a limelight now, in a new place that people necessarily wouldn't wouldn't have done it. Which, again... The vast majority of sales on Steam have already They're happened. done. It's done. So yeah. if you move it to Epic's launcher and all the people playing Fortnite that are using the Epic launcher and not necessarily always Steam. Yep. Uh, and I think there's good. I think you know for younger younger people, I think Rocket League is probably got a decent crossover, I right? Think so so yep. you know you're you're opening yourself to a new market to get sales that you wouldn't get if you stayed on Steam. While also injecting yourself with income to uh, continue to develop the game in the short term yep. and expand your esports scene, that's a fucking thumbs up in every you know way, be, shape, and form. And last point on this, you know, it'd be amazing if what Epic would do here to just win over people, shut the motherfuckers up. You buy out Rocket League, you put it on the Epic launcher 
free to play. Boom. Then what do they say? Then what does anybody say? It's still the launcher. Is it, nobody but cares about for, the game. Yes, it's but, the fact that it's an exclusive on that launcher. But you go from how much is Rocket League? To, 20 bucks? 20 bucks. You go from paying 20 bucks potentially but they already to, now own it's, it. to now it's free to play. These people I know, already I, own it or they don't care about Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. They, they just care about the they narrative. Just compl- they just and they want to complain about the fact to, that there's an exclusive going to, to EGS that was originally on Steam. They want to just complain. It's not like it's an exclusive period. It's a, it will be an exclusive on the PC platform. Rocket League is available on every fucking console. Yeah. It's available everywhere. Yeah. It's just that now Epic is buying up Psionics, which is, in my opinion, this is a great little small move. It's a mo- good buy. They, it's a good they buy. have done really well Rocket League. Yeah. Rocket League people is who made of- People who made Rocket League are loving it right now. They yes. just got bought out. They fucking made a game. It, it has had, had a- great success. <laughs> it's, it's one of a kind, and now you're getting bought out by Epic. Let's go. I'm pretty sure that they worked with Epic in the past on something else. I want to say that's the case. Okay. Chat may be able to back me up on that or inform me otherwise, but I want to. So there might have already been um, a link. A link that a made it even more yeah. of a uh, of an easy move yep. where they already knew each other internally and said, hey, this makes great sense. Let's yep. let's have some talks. Yep. That's a nice buy. That's a good buy. I like it. Yeah. What's next? Um, so we'll, we'll obviously let you guys know when we find out what the, in terms of whether it will stay on Steam or whatever the hell is going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know when, when more of that info comes out. Uh, there's another thing here with the Epic Game Store. Okay, so in, in line with that, so the Epic Game Store is actually doing extraordinarily well, despite what everybody is, of course you know, is. been saying would happen, like nobody would ever use it and it would never sell any games. So, um, in particular, there were a couple that stood out. There was a, a report that they were putting out or, or a discussion they were putting out about some of the uh, games that were doing particularly well on the platform. Anno 1800, which you've probably seen a number of streamers playing, uh, is doing very well. Metro Exodus uh, is has sold boatloads of copies uh, on the platform. Uh, and there were a couple others. There were a handful that were doing north of 200,000. Some of them did, uh, I can't remember which one it was, um. Yeah, I, I even I have it written here with some of them selling over a quarter mil in the first week. Damn, which is pretty good. That's pretty good, uh, especially on a launcher that isn't established yet. You exactly. Know? Like, so that's huge. So that's so that's fantastic. So, uh, despite that though, so the launcher's doing very well. What Epic did was, uh, you so you can actually see Epic's. They have it made uh, available. I don't know if they've made their Trello uh, public or what, how they did it, but you can kind of see the roadmap for the features that they're building into the game store. Okay. They have uh, delayed some of the features that were going to be coming up here um, to shift focus to uh, support and, and further develop the online functionality of some of the more popular games that are on the platform right now. Mm-hmm. And they're putting, uh, so they're focusing on that and putting, uh, by, I think they delayed it a couple of these features by one month, uh, or two at most in this current delay, uh, to focus on that. So there was a big thing about, uh, when I was reading the article, the, the tone of the article was, uh, you know, for better or worse, Despite the fact that they're doing really well, they've delayed some of the features that people are hoping they that Epic Store gets to try and get their parity up with Steam. Uh, and then Epic was just saying, yes, we've pushed this back one or two months, and we're doing it because this. Mm-hmm. And the this is they are working on um, supporting 
the online functionality of some of the more popular games that are currently on yeah. the store. Yeah. And then get it done right. One or two months. Don't don't do don't do what other uh, companies are doing. Don't do what like say Twitch has done in the past, where you you don't you don't um, work on the the issues that you currently have, or you don't make the good things that you have great. Uh, before you start moving on and adding three, four, five new things that just kind of fuck everything up. Yes, exactly. Uh, it was Unreal Tournament. Damn. So there is a history there. Damn. With Psionics. It's not a small history either. No. Uh, so that might explain also a bit why this was the first yeah. the first move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that makes it an even more obvious uh, good choice for both parties is that there's already a history there and a cool. positive history. Uh, so that's, that's a, a big thumbs up there. As far as I'm concerned, so yeah, I'm sad to see some of these features get delayed. I I get I'm I am I am personally accepting the reasoning. If they delay this another two or three months on the other side of this delay, then I'm going to start to get a little sketchy. Yeah. But if you're going to tell me right now in the in the early throws of the Epic Game Store where some of these games are starting to do really well, you want to focus on making sure that that shit doesn't fall apart before yes. you put these out. Yes. I'm okay with that. Just Th- don't, that's what you want. Just don't delay it by like a year. Yes. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Then, then you're going to get less sympathy from me. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, other than that, what was the next thing? So those were the two things that kind of went together. Hit that like button if you guys are watching this live right, right now. Smash it. We got 92 likes. Let's go ahead and get to 140 right now because I know we've got, what, 200 viewers? We can we can get another 50, 50 likes right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you're watching the VOD, hit that like. And you guys know what to do with the algorithms. Get in that comment section and algorithm it up. That's right. Algorithmic. Mm, Five dollar words. Mm. Uh, let's let's in, let's inject a little a little uh, a little random bit. I got a couple of random tidbits this week. Okay. Uh, Charles, I can't remember. I don't know. I can't remember if I've only heard his name a couple times. His full name. It's either uh, Martinet or Martinet, uh, who is the voice of Mario. It's me, Mario. Yes. Uh, has clarified something that has plagued the minds oh. of Mario enthusiasts oh. for over 20 years. What could this possibly be? What the fuck was Mario saying at the endgame Bowser fight when he grabs him and throws him by the tail? What does he say? So, like, you know, he's like, uh, so long. It almost, to me, always sounded like, so long, me hearty. Like, it sounded like you talk like a goddamn pirate. Yeah. You, so you, long, but, me hearty. Yeah, you... you Okay, so you know the, the line I'm yes, talking I know, about. Yes, I know the line. All right, so people were like wondering what the fuck this is. So the voice of Mario himself has now clarified. Come oh, on shit. from down on high. Here we go. He's saying, so long, King of Bowser. With the, he put the A in, in the King of. So long, King of Bowser. Yes, it's just that apparently it said like so quickly or, or the, the way that it was mastered or whatever kind of blurs it and makes it sound like three or four different things. Makes it sound like retarget. Yes, but that is the official statement. That's it. Thank you, sir. Put it in the books. Thank you. You can now sleep easy at night knowing that we uh, that we figured it out. There it is. Uh, the other thing that was a little bit uh, random that I'll toss in while we're in between breaks on uh, some of this other major gaming news. Phil Watson, who's a Minecraft player, Jeff. Hardcore Minecraft player. Oh, has I saw had this. a hardcore character for five fucking years and he finally Rip. died. Does it, did it say how he died? It did. Well, how did he die? So, he was a, he was getting attacked by a zombie baby that had enchanted armor. And so he was like, I gotta get the fuck out of Dodge. Turns around to run. Surprise hidden skeleton archer that was somewhere that he didn't know was there. Pings him. 
and you know when you get knocked back from the arrow? Oh. Knocks him backwards into a spider. So it was just a fucking, the lottery happened, but it was the reverse lottery, and his ass Did he was cry? grass. Did he cry? I'd probably cry. I don't know if he did, but I'd probably cry. Is he Five like, years. Is he like a big uh, big Minecrafter, or is it just like a, I don't know if he streams or, or what. He's got some clout now. He's got some clout now, but five dude, five years yeah, dude. is I've, no joke. I've seen it. I've seen the shit during uh, the RuneScape phase, man, where people had hardcore Iron Man accounts for fucking years, man. Their levels were massive, and you think this motherfucker put in a lot of time on Minecraft? Yes. Some of these people on these hardcore Iron Man shit, it's their lives, bro. Yes. We're talking lives. They have, they literally have... If they die in there, they die in real they life. Die, they literally have, <laughs> like, people got to talk them down in in chat. Like, bro, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So I can feel the pain. I could feel the yes. five-year commitment Dude, five, that's, rip. That's bad, bro. To a motherfucking, like, an eclipse of feel, just shit that happened. like, oh, just, uh, what, are you, what are you supposed to do in that situation? You're running from something that's going to kill you anyway. Yeah. And then you just get, get double no- tanged. You, get, like, but, uh, you get knocked into three different places yes. at things that are going to kill you. There's nothing you could do. Fuck. It was your time. Fuck. It's like Final Destination, the Minecraft edition. Just press F to pay You respects. escape death, but it's coming right back for you. Exactly. You do it once, it's going to come again. Yep. And then if you survive the first movie, it's getting you in the sequel. Rip. So uh, press F uh, for that poor man's hardcore character. Rip. Uh, the next little, uh, little action-y da- thing that we can talk about here is uh, Valve Index. Did you see this? No. Valve Index is the next wave of their VR, bro. Okay. It's coming. Okay. Starting to happen. For Oculus? Uh, this is No, they're just calling it the Valve Index. So is it a new machine? Yes. Oh. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, by Valve? Like, you buy Valve, which means it's with Vive okay. compatible stuff, Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. So anyway... This is a this is quite a change of hardware and quite a um there are minor trade-offs for what would be way better you know upsides. The upside for these changes way outweigh the downsides. Okay. So, I'm just going to give Hit you me guys with it. you guys can check this out. There's a there's a full page dedicated to it that they have. You can read more about it. I'll give you a little bit of the highlights. Okay. And then you can check into it yourself. Right. Uh, one, I'll say it looks great. If okay. you look it up right now, you'll find it in two seconds. Valve Index. I think the headset looks great. Doesn't look uh, you know, nearly as uh, as fucky. And there's really only like one cable coming out of the back of that son of a bitch. Uh, comes with the controllers and everything else updated. So here are the here are some of the stats. We've got uh, we're well, we're boasting higher resolution displays, controllers, and uh, base station now, kind of like the Vive, where you had your base stations to increase your fidelity of uh, your you know your wider range of motion, more space to move in, more accurate uh, movements, etc. Resolution on these bad boys: fourteen forty by sixteen hundred. Damn, that's a big step up. Damn, that's huge. Uh, and there, it's RGB LCD instead of OLED. So with the OLED panels that they were using, there was actually only two subpixels. Now we're getting three. We're getting RGB. So what that means is, is that while OLED had even with two, two subpixels would have had, uh, like most OLEDs, kind of uh, deeper, more saturated, contrasty colors than an LCD, because LCDs are usually a little bit more washed out. What you get with this is you get the full RGB. So technically, color accuracy is probably going to be a bit better in that regard. Uh, but what they can do with this also, because it's LCD, is that the refresh rate can go up, which is really helpful for things like uh, the barn door effect, mm-hmm. uh, motion sickness, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So these 
go uh, the refresh rate on this goes from 80 hertz to 120 hertz. Okay. With a, uh, a an experimental 144 hertz uh, that they have. The dream. Which is huge. That's a that's that's fucking quick. Yeah. Uh, which, like I said before, will reduce the screen door effect and help with motion sickness. The only, and then again, the only real trade-off seems to be the, you know, the, the, the color depth or whatever, moving from OLED to an LCD. That's just kind of what you naturally get. But honestly, if it's good LCD, doesn't matter. it's not really, you're not going to fucking care no. even a little bit. Like the other trade-offs we just talked about, way better than just having a little bit, you know, more contrasty, a little bit deeper color. Uh, adjustments, pretty substantial adjustments were made to help improve the field of view and to make it feel a bit more natural so that it doesn't fuck with your eyes so bad. Yeah. Obviously, you can uh, adjust, you know, you know uh, what do they call it? Well, basically where it's like landing on your iris uh, to help with, you know, spatial um, uh, perception. But this is, they're stating anyway, that it has 20 degrees more FOV than the current nice. Vive. Nice, Which is a fucking monstrous uh, increase yep. in, in field of view. Uh, they're promoting that any of the games or the content that uh, currently work with Vive, Oculus, Rift, or Windows Mixed Reality will work with the Index and vice versa. Damn. So they're they're trying to make it so that the VR market isn't like a subsection of a again. subsection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're making a niche of a niche of a niche. Yeah, no. They're just trying to make it so that let's let's all play in we're the just same gonna, pool we're here. We're just going to improve your, your experience. Yes. Make it easier Great, to get like, your hands uh, on. Not even by a small margin. No. This is a, that's Substantial. A big, that's a big step up. Uh, the controllers, which allow I for, them, yeah. yeah, allow for like full on hand f- individual finger. There's buttons um, on them and shit too. Oh yeah. So yeah. it straps in kind of cl- further up your hand instead of at the wrist. It's yeah. strapping up here yeah. because I don't know exactly how it works, but I want to say when you close your hand around it, the, the pad that lands in your fingers, yeah. I think that's how it determines how your hands opening or closing. I'm not 100% on that, but that looks kind of like what it's like. Either way, it allows you to do sleek this looking. in games. It's sleek looking. I you like can that. diddle things more specifically. I like that. Uh, which is which is pretty neat. Uh, give you a lot more uh, a lot more control over things in that regard. Also, the uh, the device looks a bit smaller too. Like it doesn't it does. look. It doesn't it, look like you're going to build your Brock Lesnar neck. Exactly, like the PS4 one, bro. It's like you're fucking wearing that old school modern warfare uh, uh, night vision, night vision goggles, goggles yeah. shit that comes out to here. That's crazy. No, yeah, it looks, yeah, yeah. It looks dope. It does. Uh, seven hour battery life on those controllers, not bad. I mean, really, do you need to play more than seven straight hours of VR? Probably not. Some people, maybe. Porn gets a little lengthy sometimes. Mm. You get into those sessions and it just kind of happens. But for everyone else, seven hours, probably good enough. Uh, now, the pricing. Uh-oh. Uh, I had somebody send me, the, it ended up being EU. So I'm going to assume that it's pretty close to the US dollar as well. Uh, but you can buy the entire package. Or if you already have Vive, I think it's Vive stuff is what's compatible with it. If you already have like certain parts, you can just kind of buy it a la carte. You can buy just individual pieces. Okay. Uh, but if you buy all of that stuff, the base station, the headset, the controllers, uh, 1100 US is what the pre-order is up for right now. Not cheap. Not cheap. That's not cheap. That's before um, tax. That's a little bit more than I thought. I, I was thinking maybe around 899 would no, have been... 11, uh, 1100 Yeah. That's, See, first, I, that's first buyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, like, you wait a while, that's going to come down. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've been wanting to get a VR headset for the PC for a while now because um, I only have the PlayStation 4. So I might probably end up waiting to buy this Dex and wait for the first initial 
to see what it's like. Yes. Get people's uh, reviews on it, see the reaction, and then obviously wait for that price to come down a solid four hundred bucks. Well, there, there's going to be there's going to be this is the first of the next wave Gen. of headsets, right? So yep. there's at least two more headsets coming at some point. I would imagine yep. in the next probably year ish. Yep. Yeah. And so yeah, when they start coming out, obviously people will be selling the yeah will people will sell to, the old ones too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that's that's aggressive, man. Eleven eleven hundred US. It's that's, aggressive. That's for the whole thing. Uh, but again, if you already have some stuff and it's compatible with it, then you can just buy the individual parts and right. get the price. See, I don't have anything, right? Yeah, so, so you're starting from scratch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so very, uh, you know, uh, until people get their hands on it and we really get, uh, which some people already have gotten a bit of their hands on these things. Uh, but until it really hits market, we start to see more reviews. We start to see how uh, games get developed for it. Uh, it's a really great, it's a really great start. On paper, sounds fantastic. Yeah. So we get to see how it is in practice All after right. it, uh, it hits. All right. Pre-orders are up right now. You can't pre-order it in Canada that I saw. Of course not. not available in your country. Fuck Canada. Uh, right. U.S. and Europe, I think, are in the clear. You can buy one in Canada on eBay for double the price, probably. Uh, yeah, at least double. Yep. And then convert your currency and pay another double on top of it. So basically, we're remortgaging the house. Yes. And then pay border fees. Okay, so basically, we're selling the house. Selling the house, possibly your body, and then you're good. Sign me up. It's not, you know, it's not asking that much. Jeez. You know, people have asked for more. Jeff. Yeah. Borderlands 3. <laughs> Dude. I'm so tired of hearing about this fucking game. I'm just going to be honest with you. Gameplay uh, reveal happened. They had an event specifically saw, for this. I saw it on did Twitch. You, did you watch some of it? No. I, I watched a very small clip of somebody that, uh, like, people were putting little tiny snippets on Twitter. Right, yeah, I watched yeah. those, but I saw the... The the hype there. I was too busy playing Grand Theft Auto, but I saw the. Uh, it had a bunch of views. Like it, there was like fucking hundred fifty thousand people watching this shit. Of people and they and watching they Borderlands three. They basically reveal. just went on stage and and handed the controller to somebody and said, "Play this for a bit," and that's what happened. So great. Uh, so I have some notes here. I watched it. How was it? So the first thing that I noticed was it looks like Borderlands. Well, that's which good, is a good start. That's a good start. They haven't gone so far away from the core formula that it doesn't look like Borderlands anymore. Uh, anymore. So we got we got that. It's That's Borderlands, a good start. but it's Borderlands in space. Um, what do you mean in space? Like you're flying a ship? Literally in space. So, like for example, your your or you on a different planet? Your there is a ship that acts as your hub where a bunch of characters from the previous games are hanging out and they serve you your different things, you know, whether okay. it's a mechanic or a fucking whatever, the, the Iridium guy is still there and, and a bunch of other shit. Okay. Um, and you can go to different planets. All right. So it's not, it's not just uh, Pandora or whatever the original planet was. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, While you're talking, I'm going to just... You I'm just gonna take look a, at look at some footage. So new movement mechanics. First thing I saw was the movement looks a little smoother than the old Borderlands games. Old Borderlands games were a little chunky in the movements. Mm -hmm. Like it was kind of like it was kind of like you were landing really hard every time you put your foot down. This is a little smoother. Uh, there's a sliding mechanic now. Pretty looking. Uh, yeah, I mean Borderlands was never ugly. Yeah, and so they've just it's definitely know, got an upgrade. It's a high. Obviously, it's a much higher resolution uh, cell shade than they did before. Yeah, and, and so it looks good. So there's no there's no real uh, two ways around that. If you like the art style, not everyone is into no. cell shading, but it does it does look pretty. Has a sliding mechanic in there now for movement speeds uh, or not movement speed, but just moving uh, in general. 
Uh, guns all have an alternate firing mode now. There is space. Effectively uh, doubling, I guess, the gun count that they can tell everyone. Uh, they have. Some of the alternate firing modes that I saw were cool. Some of them were dog shit, and I just didn't care. Um, they were showing off some more environmental stuff. So, like, you can shove barrels around and shoot them from a distance, you know, once you knock them towards enemies. Uh, there were, like, little things that you could shoot to, like, spill out, you know, stuff on enemies that it was either flammable or maybe it was poison or they have a new... Um, uh, they have like a, a radiation uh, damage type now or something along those lines where if uh, an enemy gets uh, radiated enough to a point when you kill them, they explode and they irradiate enemies around them. Um, so little little bits of upgrades here and there. Yeah. Uh, but at the core, it's it's still totally it's borderlands. fucking Borderlands. You it's, know what this looks like? I'm just quickly looking at these clips here. This looks like Destiny in a different shade. Like in a different art uh, well, art style. To be fair, Destiny was basically a bad copy of Borderlands. Borderlands started the looter shooter hype, mm -hmm. and all Destiny did was take the looter shooter idea and try to MMO it uh, and gamify it in an MMO space. Mm. That's basically all that was. Now, did they say anything about the uh, multiplayer and how that's going to work? Yes. So there was uh, there was some showing of uh, two player, but they had they have local co op, well, offline off local co op. You don't need to be online all the time and shit. Apparently, um, and then just you know your regular old fashioned online co op as well. I think it's I think it's I only saw I think two people at most when I was watching it, but I'm sure it's probably like the old ones where you get up to four. Yeah. Uh, Can you play it online, you think? Like, and play with... Other people online? Like, like in like, space. Like, you know, oh, like there's ships that. and people can come oh. in and... No, you know. I think... Well, the ship is just... The ship is just like the like the hub city. It just okay. so happens to be that the city it's moves. In, it's in space, yeah. So it's just like the other games where if you go back to the hub with your, with your, your crew, yeah. they're going to go with you. You'll all be on the same ship type deal. So do you, you don't... And you don't personally fly the ship. You choose a point to how go do you to. Feel, how do you feel if... Would you be more excited if this Borderlands was Destiny? As in, it Hell was, a, no. it was an online... Hell no, garbage. But if it was online with raids and you could get on with other people and fucking, you know, go into different planets and loot or shoot and do so missions turn, and... So turn it into, turn a, it into a Turn it into a Destiny-like uh, game where right. it's more online-focused instead of just complete co-op. Now, trust me, that's not what I want. I'm just asking... Yeah. Uh, because I would, I prefer to have just a local co-op or just an online co-op. So, say you and I could play together, right. just do a story and call it a day. Yeah. Don't need to get complicated with everything else. But do you feel like, since stylistically, mm. it is so much different than all of the other type of Destiny and Destiny clones like right. Anthem and uh, even even uh, uh, the the Division, the Division uh, to to some degree? That do you think it would play better? Because I look at this game and it's almost like um, a. If they did it in the Destiny way, it's almost like a Path of Exile meets, uh, you know, some crazy. Well, it's a looter uh, shooter. It's a so, looter shooter. So, yeah. so what you're just it's like all those games you just described, you know, especially um, uh, Path of Exile. I mean, that's just that's a an, an ARPG, which is basically a loot based RPG, you know, top down whatever, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but it's all based around loot. And Borderlands is all about guns, mm -hmm. which is their core loot. There's not armor or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's guns. just the guns. It's guns. Yeah. So, uh, does it work in that format? Yes. Uh, would I want it? No. Okay. Would anyone else want it? Probably not. Good. Uh, and I don't think you'd ever get it anyway. Did, because they, did they talk about the card game? 
Or was it this just specifically Borderlands Three? Because remember, they they said that they were uh, launching a, a card game as well. Right? No, this was just I, I I maybe they did, but I only watched. You know, it was just a board. I think this was just gameplay for Borderlands Three. I don't think they they talked anything really about that. Is is th- there's a lot of hype with this game right now? Like I I I I'm going to be honest with you. It's a very popular franchise. It's a popular franchise, but it's not supposed to be this popular. It's not supposed to make this like. I, I, you can make the argument that like is I think this- it's hard to remember because Borderlands 2 came out so long ago like it was 6 or 7 years so it's been a long while and and you know if I stop and think about when Borderlands 2 came out it it was pretty fucking huge okay alright um, you All know right. it's it's just the the thing the thing for me with Borderlands is it's not really my thing because all the Borderlands games for better or worse are the same fucking game yeah so once you've played Borderlands, you've played every other Borderlands. And yeah. so if you're not invested in the characters in the story, yeah. uh, the gameplay doesn't do it for me. The gameplay is like when they were showing it off and whenever they were trying to act like they were super hype about it and shit, uh, nothing that I saw was impressive. People yeah. were clapping for standard FPS mechanics. Well, I saw, I saw somebody on Twitter uh, make a video where he, he's like, yo, I'm, li- I'm live at this place. Yeah. And he's like, somebody just threw a grenade and people were going crazy. Exactly. You know, somebody just meleeed with their weapon and people were losing their minds. Yes. And I'm going, I'm going. So they were cheering basic FPS mechanics, right? So it's. From that, from that, you know, in in that regard, uh, the gameplay doesn't do anything for me. You know, the abilities look kind of fun that I saw, but you know, they're just kind of there to make you feel powerful. Because I'm going to be honest with you, most of the time, unless they're abilities that are passively increasing your ability to dole out damage with weapons, oftentimes they're just kind of fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, you can do a thing where you jump up in the air and you dash down, you do all sorts of damage around you. You're like, woo! Except they used that and it didn't even kill like a fucking grunt in one hit. Great. So he was like, he did it, and it was like, whoa, that was super it's awesome, like, and they're still alive. It's like, oh, okay. No, it wasn't even, it was like a tiny-ass fucking regular enemy. Oh, Survived and people it. were like, yes! Look cool! But it didn't kill him, and they shoot him with a pistol, and they die. And it's like, well, you know, it, it is what it is. So if you're not investing the characters, of which you're getting most of the, like, you're getting, like, the, the, the greatest hits of Borderlands... It's fine in the game. It's fine. So for the for the Borderlands fans, good. Probably this is incredible and everyone's loving it, and and that's fantastic. And it does look, visually look fantastic. It does look uh, good. The the writing is always you know quite quite uh, funny sometimes. Yeah, funky characters. And sometimes stuff. they don't give enough of a reprieve from it, and so the tone gets uh, grating after a while. Yeah, like there's a little too cartoony. It's too much up here. It doesn't ever come down here for like five seconds. Yeah. Uh, there's a new claptrap voice who tries their best to sound like old claptrap. Doesn't really do it, um, but you know, sure. got they got eighty percent of the way there. Great, which is you know impressive. Uh, but that's you know that that went over well. I'm seeing I'm seeing basically if you were a fan of Borderlands, um, like for example, in our community, it's meow is a monstrous fucking Borderlands fangirl. Yep, huge. Yep, her Twitter was just blowing up with her watching that shit and just she was like, I'm crying tears of joy over here and shit. So for those people, this is like the second coming of Christ. It's great. For people who have already played the other games that aren't like super invested in story or characters or whatever, then this is probably not going to be anything that's going to be on the radar to buy day one. It's going to be one of those things, maybe pick it up on sale in the future. Yeah. And and then you're fucking done. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, it doesn't look like a bad game. It just, everything feels overhyped. I don't know. And, and it could be, I think what it is, honestly, I think it's genius marketing by Borderlands 3. I think it's genius plays with the whole epic thing. 
I think there's just a lot of genius going on behind the scenes, and I think the real winners are the people that are in charge of marketing and the ones that created this uh, this event, creating the hype, getting people talking about it, um, almost like brainwashing people in thinking that this is bigger and better than what it actually is because so, it, it just looks I like... Think it's- more more Borderlands, which isn't a bad thing, but man, Jesus. I don't want to say this wrong. I'm this pretty is, sure it's Randy Pitchford is the head of This is, is this is getting this is straight up getting Red Dead Redemption like uh uh hype, you know? Like it's getting that type yes, of buzz. Is. And it should there should be no reason why Borderlands three is getting a Red Dead Redemption type hype. Uh, before it comes out, I, I mean, just, I, I don't I, get I think, it. I think that just tells you that there is a community that's bigger than you than you. Remember no, I, you them know what being. I think it tells me. I think it tells me that the community because, because is desperate. Because being overhyped? There's not even been that much marketing. They put on this little fucking show. It wasn't it's little still, at all. Yeah, but it's not like they marketed it for like six weeks ahead of time. Like here it comes. It's not even during E3 week. They just fucking dropped this shit the middle of a goddamn work week in the afternoon. I, Over a hundred thousand people showed up. I think. I think. I think people are desperate. For a single player, I think people are desperate for for a game that is not a battle royale. Well, I think that's good news are, for them. Then it's great. I just think it's overhyped. I, I mean, looks, I'm not, I think, I'm not I think buying it, it on day one or some shit. Yeah, so I'm not I'm buying not, it on day seven. So you know, it is what it is. But the you know, for me, for me, it comes down to: Do you like the characters? Because the gameplay is just fucking whatever. Uh, it's not doing anything that any other game has ever not done, and it doesn't even do it better than you know, all the no. other games. It just does it okay. No. So you know, it's it's just it's characters, yeah. and and the writing and art style. Great. Awesome. Randy Perch- Pitchford, who's the I hope it's good. Who is the the uh, the head of Gearbox, uh, has been vocal as fuck on Twitter about everyone coming at them either for the the Epic Game Store exclusivity uh, or uh, recently he went after Game Informer for putting out an article that was saying that Randy on stage, because he did, said there are no microtransactions in this game. There are microtransactions in this game. They're just cosmetic. Which in Randy's mind apparently meant that microtransactions were like like downloadable content? Cosmetic, no, cosmetic stuff only... Um, that has no impact on the game wouldn't be considered a uh, you know uh, a, a microtransaction, uh, and so he didn't he he felt the need to say that, and so he went after Game Informers the way that Game Informer worded it, and they had this big fucking like awkward back and forth on Twitter and shit. And at the end of the day, look, Randy Pitchford is a bit of a fucking idiot. Uh, some he, he he gets himself a little too emotionally involved on social media all the time. Mm. He has this thing where he'll go out and he'll just fucking get in spats with he's people. He's got little big dick syndrome. And he's uh, and but he does also just lie a lot and then get caught in it and then tries to back himself, you know, out of the situation. Mm. But at the end of the day when it comes to this shit, you know, are there microtransactions? Yes. Are they are they nickel and diming you for shit? No. And Borderlands has in the past been one of the better games when it came to microtransactions because it was never egregious. It was never penny pinching, uh, or not penny pinching, but nickel and diamond people. And the DLC that they put out was always super fair price, if not way yeah. below market. They did put out good content and on pro- the DLCs and, and providing a yeah. long, it was a juicy amount like of five juicy bucks, amount of stuff. and it was like an entire, you know, an entire fucking yeah. storyline, new characters and shit. Yeah. So, well, you know, don't say you don't have microtransactions. You have microtransactions. That was just stupid. Right? That's just say. dumb. That's a dumb just thing dumb. To say. Just clarify that. Be like, the only thing that's in there are some skins and shit. Yeah, that's it. And leave it at that. That's if it. you want it, you want it. If you don't, it's not going to change your life. And we're still going to put out DLC that's fairly priced that give you a lot of content like yep. we did in the past. Yep. Full stop. Great. 
Because that was like his crusade was we're trying to be we're not we're trying to not be like every other AAA game right now is what he's been saying on Twitter forever is yeah. we don't want to be the the AAA and team stop lying to us doing that so then maybe stop lying maybe 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 don't lie yeah shut your mouth make a good game and let move, it speak and for just itself. Let it, let it, yeah exactly yeah anyway what's next so there you go fuck Borderlands I'm so tired of talking uh, about Borderlands I don't know how they've see. done it but they've done it congrats Borderlands Sega oh boy. Oh, nothing, nothing terrible here. It's just, just a little mention here. So Sega uh, announces that you know after an unfortunate slide in 2018. So mm. Sega, remember many, many podcasts ago now. I mean, probably oh my god, uh, 50 or more podcasts ago, there was an announcement Sega made where they were talking about their new roadmap to try and bring Sega back into the forefront. They were yeah. going to use some of their older titles again, bring that stuff up, whether it was PC ports, remasters, and stuff. Movies, um, you know, focus on. Shit. Well, we're going to get to there. That wasn't originally part of their plan. I think this is just an unfortunate <laughs> reality. Uh, was that they uh, they did that, but there were still some new titles and stuff, and they 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 slipped up in 2018. Their profits slid 70 percent. Down to, to down to twenty four million dollars in twenty eighteen, and so they said uh, they said this was because they had too many titles on the go, uh, and the titles that they were releasing that were new titles not based on previously existing IPs were not performing well enough on top not. of of just trying to juggle too many things. So they're announcing that they are going to uh, refocus their efforts on using their existing intellectual property, of which Sega has a fucking shitload that they haven't used. That would be in easy pickings. Pick yep. a couple. Don't yep. overproduce. Yep. And just make them good. Yep. So they're talking about doing some more PC ports of their older games and whatnot to help uh, prop up their profits and then make more use and better use of their existing IPs is what their game plan now moving forward is. Hopefully they do that because a 70% slide, that's rough. You're on your way out. That's a bad go. That's a, that's a big, that's a that's an apex type fall. That's what that is. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, Not that's good. pretty rough. It's not good. That's pretty rough. And they don't have any aim botters. No, they don't, they, they don't have that's any. Just, just, that's just profit going down from bad decisions. I'm still not convinced that there isn't a few Nintendo plants in Sega that are have been trying to like <laughs> internally bomb that company for 20 years because some of the decisions that they make make you believe that there is somebody sabotaging that company from Dude, the inside out. That wouldn't actually surprise me. One of which we're going to be talking about in the next segment because that what wraps up our gaming oh. news. Oh, here we go. But before we do that, hit that follow button. Yeah. Hit the like button. Yeah. Hit the bell icon because here's another pro tip. YouTube randomly un uh unclicked bell uh buttons for a whack of channels. Thanks, YouTube. You make things so easy to make a living on YouTube. Yeah. We so appreciate you. If you've already hit the bell icon, double check and make sure that, that shit's still on. Uh and if you haven't, then this is a great time because YouTube's already fucked everyone else. So now if you get on now, then you're in the clear. Yes. Uh so hit the bell also, icon, hit the like button. If you're enjoying the podcast. You can uh, become a Patreon supporter, patreon.com slash lag TV. Link is in the description. We are so close to $3,000. Uh, we are right there. And then at $3,500, we are bringing back Retro Versus, where we get to play random games on the wall and put it up for everybody to enjoy uh, on YouTube. Not only that, we also have Technical Alpha Patch Notes. Link is in the description. If you guys want to go back and watch certain big segments, uh, every morning or just about every morning at uh 10 p.m or 10 a.m eastern 11, 10, yeah 10 a.m eastern 10 a.m eastern yeah. you get a clip from the podcast so whether that's from the gaming news the movie related things maybe a funny tech support question 
it will be up on that channel. Not only is it easier for you to digest, but also easier for you to share. So uh, head on over there. Link will be in the description. And uh, go subscribe and hit that bell so yeah. that you, you can watch those episodes as well. It's youtube.com slash Life's a Glitch TV 2. You just literally slap the number two at the end of the... Of, of what the, you're already watching. And you're good to and go. you're there. You're there. Congratulations, you've done it. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. Mr. Maximus Black. Yeah. Hit me up with the sound of movies and TV. Movies and TV. Let's just go right into Sonic. Jim Carrey's back must hurt right now. Dude. Because he is the only thing carrying the weight of what is possibly one of the shittiest productions in the history of cinema. I don't even know where to start with this. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you, too. <laughs> I actually don't even think Jim Carrey looks very good in this role. If no, I'm just being if I'm just being real. No, but um, he's still carrying the movie. Oh yeah, he's oh he's <laughs> definitely the only reason why the vast majority of people are going to go watch this movie <laughs> just to see Jim Carrey become uh, Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, and here's the thing: um, what the rumor is right now is at the very end of the trailer. If you guys haven't seen the Sonic trailer, don't do it. If you have seen it, I'm sorry. Um, at the end of it, no, everyone should see it. I think everyone should see it because I think I think that they need to. I think that they need to know just where Sonic stands in in the world right now. Is that just when you thought Sonic was on the uptick with some of the latest game, latest games they had coming and shit? No. If you want to see my conspiracy theory about Nintendo having plants inside of this Sega, is this is it. This is it. This is it. They're murdering you from the inside, this dude. Is it. At the very end of the trailer, you see the actual robot uh, dr robotnik where he's wearing his red and he's got like you know his hair's all fucking crazy and he's got the goggles and shit like that what 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 the rumor is right now that we're hearing from sources that worked on this movie is that is actually a scene uh in the post credits and so what we're actually going to be witnessing is dr robotnik's origin story which is a and another rumor is uh, they're planning to make this a franchise, but these motherfuckers need to slow up their goddamn role because this movie is going to die in a fucking forest fire in its current state, bro. I have no idea who and what kind of ganja, crack, heroin, whatever the fuck they're pumping through their veins to think that there is going to be a possibility of a goddamn franchise coming out from Sonic the Hedgehog that looks like a human. It literally somebody posted up. He has teeth. Yes, somebody posted up, and a, it looks like meth teeth. A fucking nine-year-old wearing a Sonic Halloween costume. Sonic from, has a meth problem. It looks horrible. It look, dude. The jokes look. Oh my god, the jokes are awful. It's cringy. The CGI is cringy. Sonic's teeth are cringy. He looks like, dude. We just got a preview from fucking. Pokemon uh, Pikachu Detective, which actually do cartoonish characters right. And even when they don't look right, like that weird Psyduck or whatever the fuck was on there, that even looked better than what Sonic looks. That Psyduck or whatever the fuck looked like it was on less meth than Sonic. Yes. Yes. Which is impressive because I thought he was doing all the meth. This shit looks like... It looks like some 90s uh, Inspector Gadget type shit. Like, some shit, and not in a good way. Like, it doesn't even, it's, you know what, bro? We might get meted the fuck out. This might actually be a hit of a movie because it's so fucking bad. Is this the next next Tommy Wiseau film? This could literally be Sharknado. 
of movies. This could be a fucking event that it's so cringe. The jokes are so bad. Jim Carrey is going to be giving a, a, a performance that that he thinks is is artistic, and and Jim Carrey's just coming off this hiatus of trying to figure out who the fuck he is. He's, he's talking he's been weird. Paint, he's been shit. painting for a while. He's been painting for a long while, and now he's getting back into a, a character role where he's got to be Jim. Dude, it looked like Ace Ventura if he was on meth. And in a bad movie. There's a lot of meth in this movie. Oh, everything's on meth. meth. (laughs) Just everything's on meth. It looks so bad. Dude, it looks so fucking bad. How does this get approved? So I I want, in the hierarchy of things, I have some questions about this film, okay? (laughs) My number number one question is, who greenlit the idea about a Sonic movie, period? All right, that's number one. Meth addicts. Number two on that list, who managed to okay this version of Sonic as like the visual style of Sonic of all the things that we've seen for the last fucking 25 years of Sonic, this is what we got. This is the one we got. Looks nothing like Sonic at all, and he looks like a crack addict gone wrong. Meth. All right. Three, who the fuck decided... That the trailer was going to use Gangster's Paradise. Oh, I forgot about that. As the fucking music. Dude, it doesn't even make sense. What is Gangster about this? They it literally the meth selling. <laughs> That's it. You got me there. You got me Pushing there. Pushing meth. You got me there. We've been spending most of our lives living in a Gangster's Paradise, Jeff, and everyone in this paradise is on meth. <laughs> the trailer's it doesn't make any sense. Why that music choice? Why? I could think of any other song in the history of music. Anyone. Why Gangster's Paradise? Why? Is it because they, they thought it was hip? They could have put Darude Sandstorm on this track. <laughs> it actually would have worked would've a lot worked better. Would have worked even better. Somebody make Mark. Mark. Make it happen. I need the Sonic trailer. No! I want Guile's theme! Boom. Sonic trailer. Sonic boom. And I want to hear a lot of Sonic booms throughout the whole fucking thing. Dude, if you want to make you want to make money on YouTube right now, just go ahead and, and recreate the trailer and every other piece of music other than Gangster's Paradise. You're gonna get a million views. Dude, Dude the sound of silence. <laughs> the movie looks like dog shit. Bro, they're getting shit on so hard. The, the, the trailer, the trailer has so many dislikes. It's like a fucking old school Justin Bieber song. You know, back in the day when Justin Bieber was like, baby, 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 yes. oh. Yeah. When, when that, that, that thing where he was going out of puberty and into yes. like, yeah, where it was just cringe. Yeah. That's what this is. This is like, this is downvoting after BlizzCon type yes. shit. And they announce a Diablo mobile. Yes. That's how bad this is. People on social media yes. are recreating the trailer and the artwork and making it look infinitely better, like an actual Sonic-looking thing, and it's getting... It's got, like, fucking half a million retweets. Because I, it's an easy fucking thing to dude, do! I, I actually... I'm gonna be surprised. You know if, what this looks like? This looks like if we did a real Sonic movie, and then in China they did a bootleg yes, version... Yes, No, in India. Called Sonic Bollywood, Bollywood version of Sonic. That's Sonic. What, Sanic the Hedgehog. The Hedgehank. That's what it is. That's it. Sanic the Meth Hog. That's it. That's, that's literally... That's it. It should be the name of the goddamn podcast. Sanic the, the Meth Hog. That's what this is. 
This is crazy. It's actually, Matt, I actually, I don't know, bro. It's either this is the dumbest marketing uh, and movie decision-making ever or the most genius shit that one could ever do, bro. It's either going, it's one or the, it's one or the other. It's either they don't, truly, Sega does not know what the fuck they're doing in any way, shape, or form. Or they know everything, bro. They are the fucking brand of fucking movies. And they are magically fucking, mind-fucking everybody. The amount of publicity they're getting from this fuckery, bro. Can you imagine if now when they come out with the movie, it actually looks like Sonic. Or it doesn't, and they're fucking with everybody just till the box office is so big. It, I, I, it's so bad. I, it's the worst trailer. Somebody, somebody internally at, at, at Sega. I mean, Sonic is their goddamn mascot. Yes. And so it's their brand. Yes. And so they took they took their brand. Yes. And literally shit all over it. And yes. somebody internally still had to say, that's fine. Not only that, apparently the voice actor who does Sonic isn't even the main voice actor that has been doing Sonic forever. So all the Sonic fanboys are going, what in the actual living fuck? Why? Why? Jeff, you know Stop! what? You know what, bro? I don't know if you know this, but buckle up. Do you know what the budget for this movie was? <laughs> Do you know? If it's no, I don't. And if it's anything north of fifty million dollars, I'm gonna lose my goddamn fucking mind. All right, are you are you ready for this? Ninety mil. Ninety million dollars for Sanic the Meth Hog. And that ninety million dollars is that all going to Jim Carrey? Because I actually don't know where that money's going. The CGI looks like something out of Spy Kids. It looks the it's a joke. Stop the goddamn madness! Stop the madness! Just stop. What's next? I'm over it. I'm over it. What's next? Uh, we're into spoiler territory. Just kill it with the fucking, just kill it. We're into spoiler territory, my man. All right, where are we going? Where are we going first? Are we going, uh, we'll do we going game game? first. All right, we're going endgame. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening on the podcast here live, or if you're on the RSS feeds or whatever, and you don't want endgame spoilers, this is the time to check out. Yep. We will be doing endgame, and then we'll be doing Game of Thrones after that. Uh, so there's lots of spoilers here. Woo! And so, if you want to not get spoiled on either of those things, we will type in chat at least when that portion is done, and then you'll be able to jump back in for the follow-up with mm. the tech support. If you're listening to this on the RSS feeds, um, I, I don't know what to tell you, but then to just jump ahead and hope for the best. Endgame. I'm going to go ahead and rate it right off the bat. Out All of right. 10. Mm-hmm. Giving it a nine. <sighs> giving it a nine. I'm giving it a ten. Woo! Let's go. I I'm like giving, that. I'm giving it a ten. A ten. And I I'll like give this. Give you my reasoning for this. Like, hit me up with it. Here's the reasoning. Hit me up with it. Tell me how the fuck this movie could be possibly any better tying together the threads of over a decade worth of fucking superhero movies, which have been, for all intents and purposes, have no right to be as good as any of them goddamn were, mm. aside from maybe three mm. out of those movies of all of them. Mm. Tie them all together. Do it with emotional fucking impact to the point where theater people were sobbing yes. in low points audibly in the theater. Yes. Sobbing. Yes. Visually make it any better. Action make it any better. 
They they you're gonna have to watch this movie yeah. probably three times yeah. to see how many callbacks to shit that has happened in the over the, the decade worth of film yep. that they tied it's into this bad boy. It's crazy. It's and crazy. then and then stamped it at the end it's crazy. to open up the next fucking era. Yeah. How does it get better? Where's up? You know what? This this here here I I've had I had and I, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to also put this before you start. Yeah, I don't fucking like superhero movies mm. that much at all. Yeah, in in the way that I don't, you don't get excited. The, I don't, you don't get excited theater. for them. Yeah, I don't get excited about them. Yep, I don't. I've only seen about probably sixty percent of these movies. Yep, maybe seventy. Yep, and even I was sitting there getting teary eyed and shit. Yeah. Oh, if you weren't sitting beside me, bro, I was gonna let him go. <laughs> I was gonna let him go. I just didn't want to look like a bitch, <laughs> so I held it. You had the glasses on. I had to, it just, doesn't you know, matter. They would have been streaming. <laughs> and as soon as I let a tear drop, it's it. Game over. It's over. Well, once you started them, it's all over. Would have been it. But that's it. Yep. I don't, so I just want to preface that. I'm not even a big fan of the shit. Yeah. And I'm 10. It's a 10. All right. So I give it a 9. I, I can appreciate your 10. I ain't even going to argue about that 10 at all. The only reason why I peg one down, there's, there, well, there's two reasons. Number one is I agree with what some people say in terms of it starting off slow. Now, I am all for, because literally the first hour and a half of this movie is a lot of expedition, uh, a lot of exposition, sorry. Thank you. There was some expedition. There was expedition. Lots of it. Lots of it. But exposition. Yes. um, and, And I am totally fine with that. I actually enjoyed it a great deal. But I will say... During those scenes, and although the character development was great, the storytelling was great, I was I was enjoying all that. I felt um, a lot of the scenes were pretty bland in terms of um, their environment, um, in terms of stylistically how it was shot. I'm not saying it needs to be fucking you know Quentin Tarantino'd everything, and but you know they're in a big Avengers complex, and it was almost boring in there. It's a big Avengers playground. There's lots of things that they could do. There's cool things that we could see. You know, this is where the Avengers assemble. This is where they do all the things that they do. So I thought that they could have added more to the, what in some casuals would say, the boring scenes. Um, But I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a different pace of what the other movies were. I am. I thought it was like a, a really nice episode of Game of Thrones where shit doesn't go down, but you're enjoying the character arcs. You're enjoying seeing uh, how they're developing and 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 what had happened after the five years after the snap. And I enjoyed a lot of that. I just found it uh, just a little not boring. It's not the word I want to use, but it just there was something missing throughout that first hour and a half. Can't peg it, and I'm nitpicking now. Can't peg it, but there was something missing. The other thing was, and, the, and, and and I would say about a half a point for that, the other thing was is at the very end, spoilers of course, when Captain America was an old Captain America, which I loved. I thought that that was a great sending off of the character. He got to go back and live the life that he wanted to live with the love of his life, and God only knows what adventures he went through during that, and I'm sure that Chris Evans will reprise his role at some point, and we'll see what happened throughout that. The part that, that disappointed me, is he gave the shield to Falcon, and he made Falcon the next Captain America, instead and I of Bucky. instead of Bucky, and 
I really thought it was going to be Bucky, not only because in the comics, and I do believe in in comics, uh, Falcon even to some degree. I, I don't, I, and I know the fanboys will tear me up for this, but I know that Winter Soldier uh, is another and can be another Captain America, and I'm sure Falcon is the same way. But just, just because we already had such a buildup with Bucky, and and it was just and 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 the 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 connection that Captain America had with Bucky, the whole Civil War thing, and and uh, everything that's just been going on with them. Why didn't Captain America give it to Bucky of all people? Why out of out of the blue are we going with Falcon? Now we are going to get the Falcon Bucky uh, series that's going to be happening on the Disney Plus uh, thing, so we'll, maybe we'll see more of that. But out of all this buildup that we've had throughout these movies between Cap and Bucky, and not Cap and Falcon, through Cap and Bucky, that Bucky does Cap doesn't even talk to Bucky. He doesn't even turn around. Bucky doesn't go over, say hi to him. Uh, uh, you know, th- there's no exchange there, and I felt like that was a letdown for me. So those were really that was it. I mean that I, I and that, that's that. So was, wasn't uh, re- uh, maybe I remember this wrong, but when when Cap does show back up on that bench, yes, does Bucky not tell Falcon? He says, "Go ahead." Yes, he does. So perhaps. Bucky knows something after Cap goes back that Falcon doesn't know. And then also that would mean that Cap knows something yes. that he didn't let on yes. as to his reasoning well, as to why he chose Falcon. And also onto that too, and people make a good point in chat, is Bucky was a bad person, right? Or 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 was He doesn't was, embody Captain He doesn't America. embody the Captain America thing, not yet. Right? So maybe I mean, Cap th- is saying Really, he's not ready. Like, he's not ready. Falcon, you do your thing, and then perhaps the torch will be passed down. Because the thing is, Bucky, the the, the actor, I I forget his name, but uh, he signed on for like six films. Yes. So I was thinking for sure. Well, he's just going to be alongside of the new... Yes, yes, exactly. So that's what I thought. But I just wanted... I wanted some sort of closure there. If we're not going to get capped for a while, especially with Civil War and and, and, and and that relationship that was going on there, to just kind of disregard him completely, I just, something about that. I don't feel like they disregarded him. I just think that, I just think that what I just said, I think is what I'm going to bank on that, mm-hmm. is that because if it was just Falcon that walked over and Bucky said nothing, yeah. I would look at it differently. But the fact that Bucky told yeah, Falcon to go over go there, over there. Yeah. I think is important. Yeah. And I think the fact that Cap chose Falcon after that happening means that that in that new new-ish timeline that would have happened, those two know something. It's possible. And the decision was made in it's that possible. regard. On top of the fact that we already know that Bucky already had some unfortunate dark side moments. Yep. Uh, you know, And ultimately, let's be real. America's ass needs to be a little black. Chris Evans had the black ass. We gotta hand it on to Falcon. Gotta give it right to the other black. So, so really, those were my only two gripes. And now that I'm thinking about what you're saying and what other people are saying, I still would have preferred to see an emotional response between the two in some way, shape, or form. Um, but I loved how it ended. Um, I loved that that whole sequence, uh, that big fight sequence. Not only that, before we get into the big shebang. Mm. How the Russo brothers so craftily uh, um, strung this together, and the writers of this movie, how they, w- how we went back to each of those pivotal movies, mm. and we got to see it in a different perspective. 
Mm-hmm. And not only that, but the cinematography changed. And almost every every time they went to a new area, it felt like we were going back to Avengers One. Well, it, it felt like we were going to, back to, had to match, Doctor Strange. Right? It yeah. was just so beautifully done. And then you got answers to things that you didn't even know you wanted answers to. Like you're like, oh my god, that's why that happened. Or wow, like cap oh, in the elevator, the cap and, in the elevator scene yeah. where he was like, hail Hydra. Yeah, that was fucking genius. I yeah, thought. Yeah. You know, and then Cap fighting Cap, and Cap thinking that it was a a, a Loki that was yes. that was pretending to be Cap, and then he was like, "Oh, you know, how did you get that? The the, the you know the uh, the photo?" And it's just amazing how they did all of those things. Um, you know, the whole Doctor Strange thing with the Hulk, uh, with with the with the time stone, and just it was so beautifully done in almost every every conceivable way. What they did with Hawkeye was incredible. I mean, Hawkeye got the fucking uh, got got had no shine. He wasn't even in uh, Hawk, Infinity War. Hawk, Hawkeye became relevant. Yes, and in a big in way. a big way, man. Yeah. Like you got this. It opened up with his family getting dusted, and he he doesn't know what's going on, and he turns into Ronan, and he's doing crazy shit. And Black Widow. You know what was really weird for me though? So when when he sees when when Black Widow shows up and sees him, he's in Japan fucking up the yakuza. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um. And he takes the hood off. It's raining or whatever. The th- it, this is a, such a random thing for me to notice, but I noticed it anyway. Is that the in that scene where it's raining and shit? It looked like Hawkeye was like was like fucking losing hair. It was like he's like, like fucking going bald or some shit. Mm. His hair was wet down or whatever. And then for the rest of the movie, he like quintupled his hair volume. He had amazing hair. For the rest of the movie, like it was, I was like, "What the fuck just happened? We just mm. went from him having basically essentially no hair, and now he's got like the most god tier." I don't even what you call it. It's like a mohawk it's, pompadour. Yeah, it's like a faux mohawk <laughs> thing that's going on. It looked fire. It, was, it looked fire, but it was so fucking random to me. Like I was like, he looked like he went from nothing, and then all of a sudden he became Maybe it's like because fucking... his hair was so wet and it was just like pressed but, down, especially yeah, with but his like, mask it, on. It, it, shit looked like my hair when it yeah, was. Wet. I didn't notice it, so I didn't notice it. So, so as somebody who's Ad, slowly going bald, Adam notices the hair. Shit. Yeah, yeah. You're like fuck, man. Fuck, man. That that like, hair. Oh, God, he's going damn. bald like me. You know? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. But I was looking at it was like I relate to this character. I was just looking at going, that doesn't look fucking, because in all the other movies he looked like he had, and then he, later on in the movie, straight up some of the most gorgeous fucking man hair yeah, man, yeah. I've ever seen. Hawkeye, or Ronan, whatever we want to call him now, I guess Hawkeye again, uh, yeah. he did he did an amazing, like that, the whole character arc there, I used to just didn't give a fuck about Hawkeye, I used to be like, come on, stop you know, showing Hawkeye. Now well, they even had you warming up to him in the opening scene, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. They they played that hard, and we didn't know what happened to his family. Right? Yeah, we we're like, no what, clue. what the fuck? Where exactly. is he? Like, what is he doing? Exactly. So that was great. Um, the whole scene with the uh, with the life stone or the soul stone. Yeah. With him and Black Widow, and obviously Black Widow does die. Um, yes. And and they both wanted to uh, be the one. Be the one. And, and it was back and forth. And just when I thought it was going one way, bro, I was on the edge of my seat for that because I thought for sure Hawkeye was going. I'm thinking. Black Widow's got her own show coming. Well, now I know it's going to be a prequel, right? And apparently she's got a sister too, and there's a whole Assassin's thing. So I wasn't thinking. I thought for sure Hawkeye, you know, he's 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 done bad. He's been killing people. He's you know he's feeling bad about who he's become, and he's willing to take one for the team and and do uh, good. But then you've got. Uh, 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 um, a Black Widow who's also done bad, who's also wants to take one for the team, who also cares for uh, you know for for her for her comrade, and it was just an amazing scene. Um, it was just amazing. Uh, and then we had Thor, who Fat, Fat Thor. Thor. I mean, 
I thought not only was was that I thought was awesome and funny. Yeah, yeah uh, and of it, course yeah. Fortnite was in the damn game because Fortnite. Why they have to the, fucking do that? Shit? Because Fortnite's plugging the shit out of Avengers with all their stuff. And there was a dab for, in there and a shit. dab everything Fuck. in there. I know, I know. Why? I was, I know. You know, I, I know, I know. Kids are gonna like it, but I know. Um... But Fat Thor, man, that was funny as fuck. I thought for sure at the end when they were getting ready to do the big battle and, yeah. he, had, and he had Stormbreaker come out, I thought he was going to, like, lightning was going to hit him and he'd be fucking buff again. But no, he was Fat no, Thor. he was Fat Thor the whole, whole time. The whole way through. And, yeah. and I got used to it. But at the same time, I was like, fuck, this is, this well, is really there was weird. Well, there was the scene, the one that, like, of all, it was lots of comedy with the Fat Thor shit. But the thing that got me was the one that they didn't necessarily play up in an obvious manner. And it was when they were all suited up for the first time to go to uh, Tony's version of the time travel machine. Yeah. When they were and, in their quantum suits. Yeah, their quantum suits. And the, the camera angle was like way back, like shooting through a couple of like little pieces of railing. And you're not seeing very much, but you're seeing them walk up the ramp. And Thor's the last in the lineup. And you just get just enough angle where the light's coming through to just see fat Thor in this yep. fucking suit. Yep. And he's like waddling up the fucking ramp. Yeah, bro. That was the show for it's, me. It's, All the other stuff was like really obvious, but yeah. it was like this low-key hype subtle, moment. Yeah, subtle. Yeah. Because it was it was not like they played it to be that like oh no, it was a serious it was a serious, it was a serious moment. moment and then you got fat and then you Thor see in the fat background. Thor fucking walking up the <laughs> rear like fucking waddling his ass up the ramp yeah that was funny that uh, was good that was good so I yeah, so yeah. that was great and then obviously and I know I'm I'm skimming through it very quickly I mean I we could literally talk about Endgame for There's fucking lots three and hours lots and lots, yeah but man when we got to that final act and shit. You know, uh, they they you know, uh, Nebula, uh, Nebula, Hurst, her arc was great. Yeah, it was well done. Um, you know, the whole thing and 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 the whole thing with uh, Thanos saying you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. So many things that were that intertwined just, oh, all over the place. It was like fucking orgasmic. And if you're like you're diehard into these movies and you know the shit, and then you start hearing these subtle fucking easter eggs you're like god damn man did they plan this the whole fucking time yeah how did they fucking do this so when they come back and uh you know they're, they're fighting for the stones he comes in he blows the fuck out of the avengers place and they're fighting him and cap is fighting him 1v1 and cap getting you know cap's getting, getting his shit ass pushed shit pushed in. in and he fucking you know Tightens grabs the, the, shield up. the shield up you know, and, you and I thought it anymore because it's cut in half. And basically. I thought for sure Cap was dying right here. I'm like, yeah. this is it, man. Cap's gonna go like a fucking god. How are they gonna destroy him? The fucking army's coming up. He, everything. I'm like, they're fucked. This is it. This is this is happening all over again. The next thing you know, it everything starts everything, coming out of portals. Everything shit. comes out of portals, bro. Oh my god. And the music, god, the, the theme m- song kicked in. Bro, the dun, 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 and they're all dun, coming out, bro. Dun, dun, dun. And everybody's having their moment. Every fucking character you can think of. There's so many goddamn oh, characters, dude. And it they all worked. Like- it looked like a straight off a comic book, man. The, yes. The fucking scenes switching. It was all like one big cut. And yes. Shit was getting moving. People, I, my brain couldn't handle it. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And then I'd see somebody, oh, he's in there. Oh, fuck, there he is. Spider-Man comes out. Uh, fucking Black Panther motherfuckers come out. Then you see uh, uh, What's-Her-Face and the fucking horse flying out. You've got, everybody's coming out. Yes. And then Cap. There's a fucking, he's like, comes up, and the motherfuckers are lining up behind him, and he's fucking down. And he down. drops the fucking line. And he drops the line, and he says, like, fucking. Avengers, assemble. assemble. And I was, dude, I got, ah. I, I, for the first time ever in a movie, it's never happened to me before. I've gotten goosebumps before, but this was straight fucking nerd adrenaline fucking. <laughs> dr- 
I clenched my fist like I was fucking part of the goddamn shit. I was, <laughs> dude, I got so fucking amped up. I, I had to calm myself down. I was like almost having a fucking anxiety attack. Like, I there was so much going on. Oh my god, it was overwhelming. Bro. It was oh, it literally. It's yeah. the only way to fucking do the one liner, the music, and fucking everybody behind Cap, bro. Oh my god, bro. I. Like that in a, in itself. There's moments in movie history where you. That's a big one. Well, it was ten years culmination in that one scene, it right? Was so good. it was a ten year build up to Captain America saying Avengers Assemble. Oh, that was it. Ten year build up. And it was up. all of them. Yes, all of them. It happened. And he was so fucked up, and he was just fucking being a god. He's bleeding and shit. And, and just- then. Oh. He brings Mjolnir. Oh my the god! Hammer. Thor's getting fucked, and he wields it like he's using his whole oh goddamn god. life. Dude, when he do, he's like banging it off the shield and shit, oh. and doing crazy fucking double oh boomerang maneuvers and shit. It was dude, fucking wild, dude. I actually said shit out loud when that happened. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. The whole fucking audience was like, <gasps> "Oh yeah, the shit, bro!" And Thor's they did the like, joke. They did the like, joke I, between you know, Mjolnir and, and fucking Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Like, you take this one, I want this one. Oh kind. It my was god, fucking. Dude. Fire. Oh, man. Fire. Dude, that last fucking fire. hour of the movie is the single greatest shit. It hit 10. It hit like a, it hit a 10 or 11, and it didn't come down until the fucking end. That was it. Just And then when it came down, Tony dies. Yes. And then you're fucking sad. You, uh. And you've got uh, uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker coming out. Yes. And now he's the one that is, 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 uh, now he's the one that's trying to console Tony, watching Tony, him die. Watching him die. Tony's out of it. Like Tony's already he's basically a, yeah, gone. He's, he's gone. like comatose. He's like fucking. You know, he's all and, fucking like scorched oh, up yeah. and shit. Pepper he's Potts, all fucked up. And then up. Pepper Potts goes, "You can rest now." Exactly. And I was like, "Fuck! God it, damn it, Pepper!" Yeah, I was like, "God!" I was like, "God damn it, Adam! If you weren't here right now, <laughs> if I were to just blink right now, the tears would be coming out like a fucking fountain. choke him back." God damn, man, this shit was fucking fire. And then the sadness just keeps going. Yes, the funeral. Stop talking about cheeseburgers. I'm gonna buy all the cheeseburgers you want. I, I oh my god! Samuel right. Jackson shows up for oh. literally four seconds and gets paid fifty million dollars. Yes, dude, this movie, guys, it's a ten. Like I tell you, it's a ten, dude. It's a ten. It's a fucking goddamn it's a, ten. It's a fucking ten. You know what? The minor gripes I had, it gets oh, it, How do you make because it the thing is, think of how intricate this job was for this movie. It's insane. If this was just it's another, insane. if this was just another fucking like superhero movie where it was like one or two characters making it work, whatever, they're stitching a, f- a fabric of like a bajillion fucking heroes. It's insane. Made it all work well. It's insane. Everything Perfect. had a mov- um, emotional gravity yeah. weight. Yeah. Serious. Had weight. your roller coaster in from wanting to fucking get into a nerd rage fight to fucking breaking down and sobbing alongside everyone else in the theater. The fucking. Dude, it's the show. It's the Catalina goddamn wine it's mixer. It's, it's a ten. I have to. I have to bring it to a ten. And listen, guys, I don't want to be a Marvel fanboy. I love me some Marvel. I'm movies. not. It's a goddamn ten. The movie's just that fucking good. And, DC, and you know you're done. And, Stop making movies. And you know, well, DC's doing well. I mean, they're they're doing well. But I mean, you, how do you top this? I, good luck. I, 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 you know, it, it's the people that the people that didn't enjoy this movie are the people that that can't stand to watch an hour and a half of character development and getting and getting just. In with because if those things didn't happen, the end wouldn't have the weight that it has. Where everything just fucking the stakes are there, so there high. There are people choosing some really weird plot points to like try and poke holes in it. Like for example, how did Tony like sleight of hand take all of the fucking Infinity Stones when he just oh, did a drive by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, like, well, okay, a couple things. We saw already that the thing, like, fucking, like, magnetically, whatever the fuck, yep. draws him real quick. So if he just flies past him, he's like, drive by, ding, yep. just fucking go, it's all he needs. But two, if you're going to play that game, we don't need the whole fucking god dude. Just no. send out Captain Marvel. Can we talk about Scarlet Witch Scarlet for a Witch and Captain Marvel? Can we Marvel? talk about Scarlet Literally Witch? Literally just get rid of everyone else. Can we talk Captain Marvel, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. motherfucking witch, bro. They kill everyone. Scarlet fucked up. Thanos, dude, twice she fucked him up so bad that he, he literally had to, he, had to, he had to say fucking kill his own dudes or I'm gonna die. She was fucking dude. That scene, her titties are fucking nice and perking. She's red. She's got that. She's got that. I wasn't red paying look. attention to that. Oh, at all. I was paying attention. I was paying attention to the fact that she's a fucking certified badass. Oh, that I want no, no. A Scarlet Witch movie C- certified badass. As she is. She, uh, her and Vision, I think, are getting their own thing. Fuck Vision. I just uh, want her, dude. Her fucking scene, there was like a, a minute and a half, two minutes of her fucking raping Thanos yes. in the most sexiest, badass he way. Do. There's nothing. He was just getting fucked. Yes. He couldn't do nothing. She's so powerful. She couldn't fucking do, he couldn't do shit. He's like, he's like, I, something about, I know, uh, I don't know who you are or, or something like that. And she's like, you're about to know, or yeah. you're about to find. And she just fucking, well, I was like, oh man. Well, I, she fucked him up the first time. Oh my God. And she, she wasn't going to make the same mistake twice. And oh. if it wasn't for the fact that he had 50,000 ships and everything else around, he'd be dead again. Yep. Because honestly, like I'm saying, like if you're going to complain about Tony getting the Infinity Stones, you literally send out yeah. Captain Marvel. Yep. And Scarlet Witch. Done. And they win the whole thing by themselves. Yep, Fuck everyone else. Done. The pomp and circumstance and the pageantry. Yep. You send those it's two over. fuckers out there. It's over. And they kill everyone. It's done. So don't worry about it. And Just I loved, enjoy the ride. I loved how they didn't make her or Captain Marvel, especially Captain Marvel, overpowered in terms of... Oh, Captain Marvel's the new new character, and let's let's be real. Her movie made a billion dollars, and it did very well. Yes, but the the reviews and people not were kind of like, eh, not not the best movie. In fact, most people put Captain Marvel towards the bottom of the twenty two movies, which I don't. We're talk, I'm not surprised. We're talking like twenty two to seventeen yeah. in that range. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie. It really wasn't. And for her, and she, they, she actually. The, the Russo brothers did a great job with her because she actually filmed this movie before she filmed her uh, her own movie. So the Russo brothers did a phenomenal job with her and they didn't make her OP to the point where, oh, all these 10 years of of uh, of, of uh, characters that we love and next thing you know it, Captain Marvel coming out of nowhere and being the one that saves the day. Yeah. That wasn't it. She had her moment. She had a couple of great moments. And that was the show. They let the characters that we love and that we are with throughout this entire journey be the ones to to ultimately uh, have the biggest impact on taking Thanos down, which was amazing. Ten yeah. out of ten movie. Uh, I'm gonna go see it. Kayla still hasn't seen it yet, so yeah, I'm gonna so be able to go, go see, see it again, again in the next week. You cry that time. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna let it go. Uh, and it was it was just a it was just a, such a great experience. It was like. It was like um, the time when I know, and I don't want to compare the two, but it was like when I first watched Avatar in IMAX 3D, and it was the experience of, wow, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Not because the story of Avatar was great, but it was because of the experience it gave me in the theater where I could just literally leave the world, reality, and be in this world. And same with Inception. You know, when they're going in through the fucking, uh, the, 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 the... You mean, you mean Interstellar? Interstellar, sorry. Yeah. And they're going... I mean, Inception was good. Inception was great. But Interstellar... Interstellar was, it just took you Jones out of the this. black hole the and bla- your mind was fucked. I mean, that was an experience. Yes, And yeah. this movie is on that level. Yeah. It, higher. 
It really, it really is. Uh, uh, it's an un. Well, you have ten years. Ten worth years of build, of build up, up to yes. it, right? But yeah. they stuck the landing, man. Yes, they just fucking. And that's stuck why I it. give it a ten because really, you could get nitpicky, but at the end of the day, I, 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 I want to ask you how the fuck you plan on making it better. No, you can't. Can't. With something so complicated. There was enough fan service with so much people invested in each one of these characters yep. individually to yep. make them all have their own yep. shine. That's yep. in a satisfying, yep. emotionally. Yep. Uh, weighty way yep, yep. and then bring it all back it. and then set it off for the next gen of, of Marvel movies the dream smashed it 10 10 out of 10 Tens. 10 out of 10 Game of Thrones let's get into it huh. spoiler alert I mean, what, if you what, haven't watched that already, you're... Yeah, if you, you, you're, if you haven't watched that, but you, if you... Whatever, then again, more spoilers coming. It's, it's spoiler time. Game of Thrones, spoiler time. It's episode three, Mr. Black. This was the big one. This was basically the entirety of, of season eight in terms of what people were, like, waiting for. Because yep. nobody really knew what was going to happen on the other side of this. Yep. Um, this ended up being a way more divisive episode than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Uh, and if I'm going to be real with you, give me a rating first. There's more a rating on this one. One out of ten. What are you giving it? We're talking seven. The, the Battle of Winterfell. You're giving. I it think. A seven. It, I think it's. A, I think it's. I think it's a seven. I think it might even be a six. Okay. It might. It's. I'm between a six and a seven on this episode. You want to know where I'm at? Probably even lower than me. I'm a four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a four. And this is this is and I'll and I'll let you give me your point of view mm-hmm. before before I give you mine. This is the clip on technical alpha patch notes. And we're gonna get some dislikes. Because there's a lot of Game of Thrones fanboys out there, fangirls out there that Oh, we'll we'll s- about three hundred and fifty people watching it, so it's not really that big of a deal. That's true. Have a couple. Well, I mean, there might even be some people in here that may disagree with what I'm about to say or maybe Probably. what you're about to say. And like I said, it's a divisive episode. It's a device, so that's gonna it's a divisive happen. Episode. It's gonna happen. Um I, I damn near hated it, and uh, and 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 go ahead. I'm gonna let you do you. You let me know what you what you thought, your general feelings, and then I'll 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 give you mine. So I'm giving it a six out of a six or or a seven because um for for a couple of reasons. The chief reason for me is that similar to similar to Endgame, they had a lot going on that they had to tackle in this hour twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah. And so um, there is some leniency that I'm giving them in that regard for things that I didn't really like about the episode. But when I look at it, uh, and I think to myself, you know, how how is this going to be done? You know, not just better, but like demonstrably better that, you know, it would make sense. Because I don't know, I don't know what the reasoning were for some of these decisions. Mm-hmm. Keep uh, talking. Yeah. So uh, it's probably a six. It's probably a six. Like I said, I'm somewhere between a six and a seven. But at the end of the day, I think that um, I think that it, <laughs> I think its biggest problems were actually the production of the episode in general, and not so much actually what I saw within the episode. There were some things that I got weirded out about. I think the first thing that stood out to me when I was watching the episode, uh, there was a part where. Uh, after they went off and did the dragons versus the other dragon part, which yep. lasted about three minutes, which probably could have been a bit longer, but yep. that's whatever. Yep. Um, John is basically sitting on a perch, watching, sitting on his dragon, watching everything that's happening in Winterfell, mm-hmm. and uh, as the as the horde is basically, for example, the part where um, 
Uh, they had lit the trench, and then they finally come up to the like, wait a minute, we have like a bajillion of us. Let's just like kill a few of ourselves to make body bridges over this fire ring that's been stopping us from getting in. Mm-hmm. This whole time, John is sitting on a dragon. Yep. They're all standing there yep. in a nice neat row. Yep. And John just watches. He's sitting on a dragon. He's yep. just sitting there watching. Yep. Not doing anything. Yep. He could take that dragon up yep. and nuke the fuck yep. out of the bajillion walkers mm-hmm. that are standing there in that line. Mm-hmm. He does nothing. Yep. He watches it. Yep. So that really fucking that was a little weird to me. And I don't know what the purpose was that, uh, of that was, but it was like, you know, you have two dragons. You've already fucked off with the other one. Well, I think, I think was... people's argument, are you talking about after they, they light the, because I think what people's argument is they couldn't see. They couldn't see the army because of the, the storm that the Night King no, brought. No, 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 no. This You're was after, about after. This is after. That's right. Because the storm happens. That's right. Then Daenerys and Jon take their dragons and they're out in the storm. Yep. They encounter the Night King yep. on his dragon. That's right. They have a battle. Yep. And then they end up getting kind of separated. Mm-hmm. John ends up eventually, uh, once they light the ring, both of them can see Winterfell again. Yes. Because the trench was lit. Yes. John goes back and he's basically sitting on his dragon. Yep. Watching. Yep. As the entire army is sitting at the ring before they start committing ritual suicide. Yep. To open up bridges. Yep. And there's, they're literally... They do nothing. Bun- they're, ban- they're watching. They're, they're bunched up. Yes. In a neat row. Yes, saying, shoot right me. Shoot me with fire. the fucking picking. Yes. Fuck me with fire, nothing. please. Yep. That was weird to me. Yep. In fact, that was really stupid to me. Yep. Beyond that, the cinematography hmm. was shit. Oh. Oh. It was awful. It was really fucking bad. Oh. And... The the excuses that I saw oh, the guy come up with for this it, it shit made me made me rage even harder. Was fucking dumb. Okay, so the biggest the the excuses he gave were a couple. One, people are watching it on shitty TVs. Yep. Two, it's being it's the compression for broadcast television. Yep. And three, even if they have a TV, they're not calibrated appropriately. Or four, they're watching on an iPad or some other mobile device. Well, here's the thing, bro. Like I put my tweet up. I watched this on a Samsung 60-inch PNF or PNF8500 plasma screen TV that has been professionally calibrated for more money than I want to admit twice. Most recently, just late last year. Mm-hmm. I watched it in a dimly lit room, which was for the calibration. That's what it was made for. Mm-hmm. I sat in front of that bad boy, and I watched it on fiber direct to my fucking TV box mm. on HBO Canada, which means until the Blu-ray disc is released, that is That's the show. literally yep. for anyone yep. the Catalina fucking wine mixer. Yep. That's there it. are a handful of televisions on Earth right now yeah. that would be able to do it slightly, and I stress Almost imperceptibly better. Yep. It was too goddamn dark, bro. Yep. I don't fucking care what you say. Yep. You fucked up. Yep. Plain and simple. And you fucked up the biggest episode in the history of television. That's what you did. That's what you did. What other parts didn't you like, Adam? Like I said, it's a six. I came came down from a seven to a six. Like I said, it was between a six and a seven. Mm -hmm. I'm stopping at six. Yep, I'm at four. So as far as what else I didn't like about it... um. I didn't... Okay, my biggest gripe of the whole episode 
I can overlook pretty much everything else uh, to, with with some some degree. The biggest problem this episode had was the Night King. Plain and simple. Yep. That's it. The Night King was eight seasons of buildup, of lore, and and all of this, you know, Ty, he's like a, he's, he's a fucking, he's a mythical figure. And we've been waiting for him to show his prowess. And we got nothing. He didn't open his mouth. Nope. He didn't speak a word. Nope. He didn't barely swing a goddamn weapon. He threw a he threw a spear and missed and missed. And that was the show. That was literally it. There well. was nothing else. And then, and I don't see. So here's the thing: some people really hate how we got killed. Mm-hmm. I don't at all care about that because, uh, I think it made sense because of what we already knew about Arya. And the uh, Red Witch, uh, fucking uh, Melisandre, told her she was going to kill, you know, close the eyes that were blue, green, and fucking brown. Mm-hmm. And we've already, we've now hit two uh, on two of those, with mm-hmm. green being probably Cersei, mm-hmm. or another Lannister better, that have green eyes. Better not be Cersei. It's green eyes, and the Lannisters are rocking the greens. So it's somebody. Um, unless they've got a hell of a plot twist that I'm unaware of, that's what we're looking at. Okay, blue eyes is obviously the Night King, who she just killed. Yeah, I'm okay with how he died. I'm not okay about how we didn't see anything before he died. Yes, of anything at all. Yes, that's my biggest problem with this episode. Pretty much everything else about this episode, shy of the production, I'm, I'm, I can, I can live with it okay. because again. There's so much for them that they're trying to cover in this fucking season that I knew yep. that for people who were waiting for the season forever, it was never going to live up to the oh, hype. There's no way. There's no way in hell. Yeah, there's no. They're way. running on. They're running on material that is no longer written yep. in books. Yep. They're running on Cliff Notes versions from fucking. I was uh, not George expecting R. R. it to be the hype that it, but I was not expecting this. No, neither, and neither yep. was I. Yep. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm giving it a six because other than the production yep. and and some of the weirdness, like John just literally watching this shit happen on a goddamn dragon, yep. and then not seeing the Night King, yep. you know, those are my biggest gripes with it. The Night King being the chief problem, yep. then the production, then John sitting on a dragon. Uh, that it's a six for me still because everything else that happened. Uh, I thought was done eloquently enough that I was okay with it um, in the grand scheme of things. Okay. So it's a it's a it's a six for okay. me. I can appreciate that. It's a six for me. I can appreciate that. It's a four for me. Now I can also I've, appreciate that. I've got I've got I've got some reasons. Number one, I'm going to start off with the obvious, the darkness. Okay, there is unity. Dark. <laughs> there. Listen, I get it. I get the artistic direction that the cinematographer and the director were going for in terms of, listen, they're at night, it's stormy, mm. you can't see much, we want it to be like if you were there in the battle with these characters and you know they can't see anything, so we don't want you to see anything. And then we've got now the cinematographer saying, oh, you can see things if you've got you know an $8,000 television. Mm. Well, listen, I got a pretty fucking expensive you TV. I've got a pretty damn... I've got a 4K OLED. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I had to pause my my show. Mm. The one... The the show that I had a hard time sleeping the night before because I was so excited to see. Mm. I just saw Endgame and that was an incredible experience. Now we're going to go back to back for the season... Th- uh, the Hell season eight... Ep- oh my God. 
I had to stop. I had to pause Game of Thrones to fuck with my brightness settings. Not only that, then to check to see if I was watching the HD version of the show uh, on HBO because you can watch a non-HD and an HD. I want to make sure I was on HD. And it was fucking with my mind because whenever there was light, it looked incredible. The characters looked crisp and clear. The cinematography was nice looking. And then as soon as it was the dark, it looked like pixelated, pixelated fucking. That is so of everything that he said. Yes, the one reality of what he said. Everything else is literal horseshit. Is that compression yes. in dark scenes? Yes, that is the problem with how they're compressing it, and that happens for any. Of course, I get the, Adam. I get that. Yes. but here's the thing. I'm not making excuses. Yes. I'm just saying that is a reality. Don't yeah. film that dark. You can create dark scenes. And you can create a nighttime scene without making it like pitch fucking dark. Don't don't give the excuse that, oh, well, your shit isn't calibrated. It's your fault. You have over seven. I don't know how many. I think it was like 17 point something million people that tuned in uh, to watch the show. Might even been more. Definitely even more the next day or, or even after the ones I can't watch it in the middle of the night in certain parts of the world. You don't create your hypest. You spent an insane amount of money on this episode. You blew your load on this episode, and we can't even see the vast majority of what's going on in the show, or we can't appreciate what you were going for. Sure, we know what's ish going on. They saved a few dollars in CGI by making it particularly dark. Anyway, that in and itself goes right down to a seven. Or an eight. I'll, I'll even put it down to an eight. Okay? So so there goes two points. This is where shit gets real for me. You spent the last episode, episode two, to build up these characters as if they were going to die. Okay? Because that's what that was. Well, they were going to do that They're, whether they died or not because you, it's... You, yeah. could, you literally created this hype. You fucking took... We spent now three and a half hours in Winterfell for the first three episodes, which I'm fine with. For this payoff, it's unexcusable. And listen, the episode started off every way I wanted it to. People were setting up. The tension was getting big. I could fucking see shit. Melisandre, <laughs> M- Melisandre shows up. She tells shit. people to put up their fucking their hooks in the air. Yep. She lights the 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 swords, the swords up with fire. Yep. It looked incredible as they were doing their first charge. Whoa, what a beautiful scene that was. We could see, see the flames go we, out. We could see it in the perspective of, of Danny and John. All you could see was the flames going. Then they are shooting those big fucking cannonballs on fire and they're running they're they're galloping. It looked incredible. We've got the fucking we've got direwolves running. We've got fuck it looked I was like, oh my god, they're doing it. It looked incredible. And then all of a sudden, the lights start dimming. It was a cool scene. Lights start going down. We see in the army starting to flutter. And then this was a scene that that part of the scene was the part where I was okay with it being that dark. Me too, because it was it added to it. It was oh, visually stunning. the idea. It was stunning. It was yeah. it was like wow that wow that the army's sense. dying, it but in such a in creative way. Yeah. We didn't need to be in the war to know what was going down, no. and it kept the tension exactly. of the army and everything. Yes. But then it just kept going. And the darkness kept going. And it was no longer and it adding was no anything. no longer adding anything. Yeah. In fact, it was taking away. That part was great. And this episode had some moments. Tyrion and Sansa having their moment down underneath. I said on Twitter, the great moments were when people were talking. 
Unfortunately, there wasn't much talking, rightfully so. Listen, they're in war. There ain't no time to fucking talk. We had two, two episodes of talking. It's time to fight. Fight for your lives. I get that. But man, oh man, it was bad. The, the, I'm okay with who died here, and there was a couple of great moments sprinkled out throughout this. But let's be real. Jon Snow did absolutely nothing this entire episode. He and screamed the, at a dragon. And, and the biggest episode, Jon was brought back to life. John was supposed to be, and I'm okay with him not being the one that killed the Night King. I'm okay, but he didn't. He pulled out his sword and barely used it. He used it on the undead. He tried to go after the, the Night King, and the Night King raised the dead. Couldn't actually get that payoff where they fight each other. Whether John dies or he dies, or they fuck around and the Night King gets away, we didn't get that. What we got is John on a fucking dragon, which, by the way, I'm tired of the dragons. I think the dragons are ruining the show. I thought the dragons were cute, and they added a great narrative and a and a and a great uh, piece to the character of Danny. But now that they're big, they've become this almost a crutch to the show of like we're we're yeah, we're, but they're a broken crutch because they don't actually accomplish they don't actually anything. accomplish anything. Yeah, they're they're useless. It's Everyone a, talks about how the dragons are like incredible. No, they did like this small amount of damage up front, and, and then they did nothing for the they rest did nothing of the episode. for the rest of the, sh- the rest of the show. And then the big dragon scene where we get to see the fucking ice dragon and their dragons fight. We couldn't see anything because it's pitch fucking black. The, the jump cuts were bad. The you, Even in the hand-to-hand combat inside, not only was it black, but it was shaky. And okay, I get it. You know, shaky cam and they're in war and blah, blah, blah. Come on. You, you, it, this, was, this was a failure of a directed episode. It was a failure of a cinematography episode. It was a failure of a hype episode, and the biggest, it is the second worst rated Game of Thrones episode of all time. Critically speaking, fan speaking, the only one that was worse was the scene where Sansa gets raped, and it was because of the whole rape thing. So, this isn't, listen, Mr. Cinematography Man, this isn't uh, our fault. It's your fault. You dropped the ball on this. That was bad. So, no, I want to keep going. It gets worse. So now Jon Snow does nothing. Literally, Jon Snow Instead does... Instead of Jon Snow, you know nothing. It's Jon... You, you, you do nothing. You do nothing, Jon Snow. You literally do nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. And that bugged me. That really, truly bugged me. Not only on top of that, Danny doesn't do much. She doesn't do much. She actually does more than Jon Snow. Yes. When, when, the, when the dead are coming up and her man is protecting him before he dies, she's actually stabbing people and she's holding her ground. I thought that was a nice, a I nice liked, scene. I was going to say, if, when we start talking about positives about the episode... That was a nice... I like that. Jorah's scene with her... was great. ...was really... That and was it a was a payoff send-off. for that fucking character. Amazing payoff. Finally, that poor bastard gets to do what he wanted to do forever, yep. and that was defending and her. And it was semi-lit, because there yes. was fire in the background, exactly. and Dragon had just blown shit apart, and all he's this other stuff. He's getting fucked up, and he's still, like, making it happen and everything, and... The Arya scene, where Arya's then running... Oh, the other good scene. Little girl kills big giant. That was that was well Mormon, done, Lady Mormon. Because Lady she, Mormon. as we all know, she's an absolute fucking stone cold killer. I like that. She killed the good. She, also, great scene. Listen, I'm not. Yes. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fanboy. Y'all know this from past past uh, podcasts. There was some greatness mixed into here, but when it gets bad, it just was horrible. Not only on top of that, Arya. Let's get to Arya here. Yes, my favorite character in the entire show. By me the way. Too. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um. And I think Game of Thrones knows that, and that's why she's doing what she's doing. I'm going to be honest with you. 
I don't truly believe that Arya will be the one that killed the uh, the Night King in George R. R. Martin's version. Oh, no, that's version. already been pretty much decided. I don't think that's going to be... I think um, they were pulling on things. People are like, oh, you know, she said green eyes, blue eyes, brown eyes. I actually think that that wasn't written like that, and for that reason, I think they just tied it in to create the narrative because Arya is, has become such a fan favorite, and to give... Uh, to give fan uh, the fans the 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 payoff that I'm, they that I'm, they truly I'm want. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. After seeing uh, the the general direction of the writing post George R R Martin's direct input, yep, yep. I don't give them enough credit to be able to say something so fucking like yeah. Good four years in advance. Yes, yes, I know. I, I truly I don't believe it. I, I I don't believe it. I believe that they stringed it together to 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 create a narrative. Um, on top of that, the whole Arya thing. When uh, she's in the, 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 the room with all the books and shit and there's the zombies, once again, we can't see really a whole lot what's going on because of the pixelated darkness. Um, there was a couple of, there was a great little scene where she does kill, let's see, isn't Arya a little OP? She pulls out his staff and a spear and she's fucking twirling around. She's doing the shit that uh, What's-His-Face was doing that got killed by the motherfucking, uh, the, the mountain. Viper. Uh, yeah, the Viper. She's pulling a Viper. Where did she learn how to do this shit? She's fucking up people. All the, so on the show, so I never read the books, but this is my assumption for Arya, right? So her journey from starting with, you know, Needle, the little fucking sword yes. that she had, yes. working through, is when she's with the, the, yes. the man the with faceless, no name. The yeah, faceless, the faceless things, yeah. She learns all of her combat, it's all crazy. of her everything it's just, it's in there. It's too much, it's too much. But in the books, I'm guessing there's a lot more that will show you why I hope she so. becomes... I hope so. OP. So, so good. OP. She becomes and OP. And then she gets, you know, she gets to that point... Uh, and 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 you know, be, and becomes who who she is in that in Dude, that regard. Yeah. There is so much fan service going on with Arya that that's the part that bugged me. I love Arya, but the like, she's the one that kills the Night Walker or the 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 the, um, the, the Night King. The Night King. Come on, and and now I'm gonna get deep here for a second because Arya. I'm okay with okay, fine. I'm okay with that. And the whole Tyrion thing, I thought that was uh, um, uh, Theon. I thought that was a good send off for Theon. Him holding it down. Yes. We get to the climax, okay? Where where shit's going down. Everybody looks like they're about to die, and it looks like they were about to die three times in this episode. Each person they're getting swarmed by these fucking zombies, and the next thing you know, it. Ten minutes later, they're still alive, and everybody's dead. It's like, well, what happened? How did you fucking fend off? 50 of these dudes that were surrounding you and overwhelming you, it, it, it just... And then, you know, Jon Snow's at the end and he's screaming at the dragon and the dragon's about to fucking kill him. Uh, you know, Brienne's about to die. Jamie's about to die. Everybody's about to die. And then all of a sudden, Arya comes out of nowhere. Almost well, we, like... We, I mean, this was one of our predictions. Like was that everyone's about to die yes. and then the Night King dies and, and everything everybody drops. falls down and drops. Yeah. She comes out of nowhere. She almost materializes in the screen, right? There's no... And, and there's been theories... Did she warg into uh, one of the one of the uh, the the you White Walkers, yeah. right? Because there was there was that scene where where just before she shows up, that the White Walker kind of turns his head, and there's a gust of wind, and it's Arya coming in and doing her thing. Some people are like, "Oh well, maybe maybe she warged into one of the or not warg, but uh, turn a face into one of the White Walkers," which I talked about. Oh, maybe she'll take the face of the White Walker and then kill uh, uh, whatever. I don't think that happened at all because when because when she leaves Melisandre in 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 the the castle or whatever, and she kind of fucks off. Between that time, she managed to go and kill a White Walker, which was off screen, out of the middle of nowhere, to take his face, get in 
uh, with this dude and then sneak up behind the Night King while all the dead is surrounding him and the fleet of White Walkers, which, by the way, another thing that I hate, we didn't see a single White Walker fight. Not one! Not one! We had those zombie fucks and the dead that they raised, but the army of White Walkers on horses! We didn't see one fight! Didn't fight one main character! Didn't do fuck all! And you mean to tell me that Arya, an off-screen killed one, became his face, snuck up behind the Night King, and then and got one up on him? Fuck off! There's no fucking way. I'm okay with Arya doing the deed. And then on top of that shit, when she gets behind him, and she gets grabbed by the throat, and then she drops the shit, which was a nice callback, she grabs it and stabs him. One fucking stab to the fucking gut kills the strongest motherfucker there is and destroys a whole army. One stab. One. I seen some of the undead take slices, multiple slices, and keep fucking coming. But the Night King dies with one gut stab. Are you fucking kidding me? Eight seasons we didn't see a single white walker fight it's up it's a two out of ten there is no way in fuck i can accept this this is madness the army it was the army of the undead it wasn't we didn't oh my god there's like dude we see them in the dragons flying up and you can see all the white walkers on their horses and they have the great idea of going down and flaming them. Great. And then the storm comes in because when the Night King comes, the storm comes with them. Then they can't do it. Then we don't see the motherfucking white walkers again until they slow walk towards Bran. And then the Night King looks at him for a solid minute and smiles and smirks at him. Motherfucker, just kill him. What are you doing? Why are you standing there? And how are you getting caught when all of these walkers are surrounded? You've got your entire fleet of of white walkers behind you and you're the Night King and Arya comes out of nowhere and kills you with one fucking gut smack and ends the whole fucking night war? No! No! I refuse to... I No, I refuse it. I can't, I can't, I'm sweating right, I'm getting worked up, I'm, I stink, I'm sweating, I'm pissed. How? Who wrote this? Why? Give me a payoff. The Night King, fight something. Kill Bran. Why are you standing in front of him for 60 seconds? Kill him. Who are you? Well, we know who you are. Why are you here? What's your connection to Bran? Why are you going to say something? Are you going to fucking kill him already? Oh, well, what's going on? Nope, 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 nope. Dead. Dead. Everything dies. Fuck that episode. Fuck it. It's shit. It's a shit episode with great fan service sprinkled amongst it for an hour and a half. That's what it is. It is a shit tier episode of game of thrones it's in the top five worst episodes in the entire series and mainly because it was such a big build-up we're talking the fun you only want to record six episodes of game of thrones but yet you want to give us one of them that the biggest one are you serious you couldn't fly if the night king was so easy to kill all it takes is one little stab 
to kill him. One fucking poke to the gut. My little fucking little blade. That's it. It wasn't even fucking uh, 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 the uh, ice shit. It was just fucking uh, Valerian steel. Whatever the fuck. That's it. To end the war. Fuck. They should have just got a whole bunch of archers and just fucking aimed at them and just shot. One of them's got to hit. All you got to do is slice them. And then what? The whole fucking army dies, including everything? Jesus Christ, man. It's weak. Jesus, it's weak. I hated it. I hated it so much. And if and I, I, I can appreciate people if you enjoyed it. Cool. Great. Awesome. But I cannot allow myself to be such a Game of Thrones fanboy that I can allow these fuckers to do this to me after such a commitment to the show. I'm not even excited for Sunday, man. That's how fucking disappointed I was. I'm not even excited, man. Fuck me, dude. And I couldn't even see what the fuck was going on, man. Why is Arya the strongest bitch in the fucking universe? Why? You know why? Because George R.R. Martin's wife, at the bare minimum, told him that, that if Arya or Sansa were to die, she'd leave him. And so that is right. why you're seeing these two characters I'm sorry, I'm, get so much shine. I'm sorry, I got worked up, guys. I, I, I just, I hated it. I fucking, the more I think about it, the more I hate it. One slice to the gut, Adam. One. It's the Night King. I'm not actually. I'm not actually disappointed about that so much as I'm just disappointed. Disappointed that there was no. He didn't have to fight before somebody stabbed him. Like I think it has more weight if if he's fighting and he knows that there's only two things: Valyrian steel and dragon glass that are going to kill him. Right. That if that's the case, then he better be the goddamn <laughs> best fucking combatant on earth. Yep. Keep his ass alive. How did he get caught, man? Where did Arya come from? I, I saw the behind the scenes shit. She's on a fucking pulley, like coming up. Where did she come from? Can somebody explain that to me? Maybe we'll get it next episode. Who knows? Or can you explain to me how you snuck up on everybody and got the fucking killing slice on the Night King? The, so the only explanation given like, by, by the episode that we got, right? So not like a book thing or whatever else. The only thing that I can surmise from what happened there is that is that the Night King uh, was so certain of his security because he just killed the last of the guys protecting the one person that he has been chasing down now for years. Yep. Right? Yep. That no other Night King has ever attained before. If there was one before him, I can't remember canonically if there was or not, but they're always after the Three-Eyed Raven. Uh, Is that he was so certain of his security and so caught up in the fact that that brand is now sitting right there in front of him and enjoying his moment that and and i'm assuming the white walkers next to him were probably experiencing a similar idea of hypnotism we've got all this shit going we're all good back here we're all fucking legends we've got you know this dragon and shit We've just killed the last of the guards that were standing in front of our one and only target, Man. and their guards down long enough, <clears throat> and he still gets, you know, the turnaround and grab. I when I was watching it, I didn't immediately actually notice that he just grabbed her by the throat. Yeah, I thought he stabbed her. Oh no, grabbed her throat and stabbed her with his other hand. Mm. Uh, but he, you know, he's just he's grabbing her with one hand, and I. He, so where she came from, I don't fucking know. Maybe she jumped 48 feet in the fucking air or did some crazy shit. I don't fucking know. But 
I don't, I'm not concerned about the how so much as, as the why. Yeah. Because in a show <laughs> where I just watched characters grab onto a single stake and chant the same thing 87 times until an entire fucking rose shit lit on fire, just like she did with some swords. She was the and s- shit. Melisandre and Arya were the fucking show. They had the biggest fucking moments, and everybody else that we loved. Be- beyond uh, uh, Jora, fucking that's it. okay. That was a nice and also fucking and and, and uh, Theon. Theon. Theon had a moment, well. but even then, the ending of that was cheesy. Uh, of him like fighting off the last of the dudes, and you know, it was just, well, you knew that was going to hit me. How it I goes knew down. it. I you knew, knew Theon he had a great redemption die. story. Yes, that was a good closing for his arc. I can't think of a better way for his arc to end yep, than that was it good. Did. That was good. I'm that okay was, with how I'm Theon okay with went that down. Too. Yes, I'm okay with that. You know, he went until he had no arrows left, and he still made a fucking work. What was Bran doing? What was Bran doing? Bran whole- is just the bait. He knows he's the bait the whole time. He, he's just like, and he wargs out for a bit, and he goes into the fucking. That was my question. That I want like, to get to next. What? I mean, we knew that he warged into like several ravens at the same yeah, time, yeah. So he could see, so what he could was see going what on. was going on and keep an eye on things. Now, whether you know, not on screen, we don't know if he was relaying that information to Theon to let him know just how much longer he's going to have to hold this shit off, yeah, or how much further away the Night King was, yeah. But. Um, I have, I have like, so my question is why, you know, he warged a lot longer than, than that. Yes. A long so, time. So what he was doing with that, I don't <clears throat> fucking know. Uh, that was a question I had. And then the other question I had was why didn't the Night King just ride that goddamn <clears throat> dragon right into Bran? Exactly. Because I don't recall his dragon getting killed. No, because it showed up in front of Jon Snow, and Jon Snow screamed at it. Exactly. And coincidentally, of course, Night King dies, and and the dragon falls. So why didn't the Night King just take that dragon? Uh, He knew where Bran was. Just fly down on top. Theon (laughs) could be there shooting arrows all goddamn day. Not going to make a difference. He's going to die. Light his ass on fire. Barbecue his ass. Because, Adam, they wanted to create the last moment of intense, everybody's going to die, and then is going to save the day and drop it and give Who a slice. Who would have thought that so few people were going to die in this episode? That was the, the other takeaway I had, was I was <clears> expecting <throat> at least half of these characters well, to be in the ground. They fucked up, because they showed a preview just before, a few days actually before this episode came out, um, or, or I saw something on, the, on, on YouTube of... Daenerys and Jon Snow back at um, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, 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 Cersei? Uh, no, um, Danny's place with. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Uh, what you mean. Yeah. So anyway, they were back there, and you could tell because in the back there's these uh, things on the wall. So I knew that they were gonna both gonna live. Also on top of that, the the game bowl had to happen. Right. Yes. So I thought, okay, well, maybe. Well, it didn't have to. That's something that people <clears throat> just assumed has going to be. It's going like, to happen. But now we know. For I sure, thought maybe yeah. he was going to get raised from the dead, and then it was going to be you fight him that way. Fight yeah. him that way. No, right? we're, get, we're both getting kinda, the honest. To we're God, getting the we're honest to God. Board. One. Right. I'm on board with that. Now the next episode is once again like an hour and twenty minutes, and I believe that next episode it's going to be them licking their wounds, uh, you know, traveling back to to Danny's place. Uh, setting up to to create a, a an epic battle against Cersei, and probably the end of the episode will be them working their way out uh, on the ships and stuff to go over there. Yeah, I also believe that um, potential potentially uh, Jamie or Tyrion is going to die next episode mm-hmm. from Cucklord McFucking shoots me Braun. Braun. I think that that's going to be the big death next episode. That he's going to catch up to them. He's going to. Um, kill one of them, maybe even pretend like he's their friend because they wouldn't think anything else of it. Mm-hmm. Might say, oh, Cersei's gone crazy. Uh, I needed to get the fuck out of there and then kill one of them uh, before 
they even get to there. I think it might be Jamie because if Game of Thrones continues to do fan service the way they are, which Game of Thrones was never about fan service until HBO decided to start fan servicing the fuck out of the well, show. Yeah. Um, I believe that potentially he's going to kill Jamie. Uh, Arya is going to take Jamie's face, and Arya will also be the one kill to kill Cersei. Cersei. And I also believe, and I called it out, that Arya will be the one on the Iron Throne as the queen to Gendry's uh, king. That's just how I think this this show is going to end uh, at the rate that it's going. Listen, shitty episode. I'm sorry to break it to you. It's a it was a bad episode with great moments in there. It wasn't a total gong show, but everything else just was so annoying. And, the, it, and it, I probably would have I give it a, a a two now. I'd probably go back to a four if I could see what the fuck was going on. But I just can't get over the fact. That this entire army, we didn't get to see a, 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 a White Walker fight, and we didn't get to see the Night King do anything. Yeah. And the whole, since episode one, it's all been about winter is coming, winter is coming, winter is coming, winter is coming. Big fight, big fight. All they did was fight the dead. That There's a difference between the dead and the White Walkers and the Night King. Yes, of course. Totally different stuff. We didn't yeah. we didn't see any White Walkers fight. Yeah. And we saw them fight in, in previous battles when Jon Snow fought an actual White Walker. Yes, yeah. Every other major battle, the battle at Blackwater Bay. All did. All the they were all way better and bigger. Not bigger fights, but they were way better. Way better uh, directed and well, crafted. The, the battle, battle of the Bastards, battle of the Bastards is, is was incredible. One of the best. Blackwater episodes, Bay yeah. was incredible. Yeah. The one in season seven uh, when they shot the dragon in the midair and there was all that fun. Dude, all those battles were Way infinitely better, better yeah. than this mess of a grandiose season eight. This is the show, right? This was the big fucking show. No, it failed. Well, we'll see how this Sunday goes. We'll see what happens, uh, but yeah, it's it's you know it was a, it was definitely not what people were wanting, and even if you went in with low expectations, it might have still been crap. Yep. At the end of the day. Yep. Mister Black, uh, I'm literally going to piss myself. Sure. If I don't go take a piss. Sure. So you, what you're going to do is you're going to plug. convince people to I'm go gonna, do things. I'm going to plug, and I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Told myself I wasn't going to yell today because my voice was just coming back. And, uh, oh man, sorry. I just, you know, Game of Thrones just really, really upset me. Really, really upset me. My wife enjoyed the, the episode. I know many of friends that thought it was great. But I just hold Game of Thrones at a higher standard, personally. I just thought it was weak. I thought it was fucking weak. Um, Patreon.com slash lag TV. If you guys enjoy this podcast every Thursday and you want to see us continue to do this, uh, you can go ahead and support us via Patreon for as little as a dollar. Uh, it goes from a dollar all the way to whatever you want to give. And if you can't give or you don't want to, a great way to support the podcast every week is to hit that like button. You can do that right now. You can leave a comment in the comment section for algorithm purposes. Uh, and you can also just hang out on the live stream like you're doing, most of you guys are doing right now, and just contribute to the community. Uh, we also have super chats here uh, on YouTube as well. It's another way that you can uh, uh, give directly financially if you do are not a fan of Patreon, because I know that there are a few people that do not want to use Patreon for a number of reasons. Uh, so you can also do it via super chat. Um, and technical uh, alpha patch notes. 
We have a, a secondary channel where we're just going to have clips up, kind of like this whole Game of Thrones segment and other big segments. You can watch just the clips. They're usually anywhere between 7 minutes and 20 minutes, uh, which are much more easily digestible. So you can go and subscribe to that channel. It is youtube.com slash TV 2 or you can click on the link in the description of the video. We'll take you right there. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. Tech support. Let's get a few in. Oh, my God. How did that feel? That was one of the most legendary leaks I've ever had. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, all right. Tech support. Let me get that open real quick. Give it a little... <coughs> a little look-see-poo. A little look-see-poo. A little refresh here to make sure we're Check not missing anything. <laughs> this is a little rough. Looking good now. A little rough. We're number right. eight on the queue, guys. Uh, queue. Let's see. <coughs> Uh, yeah, my voice, my voice just took a beating, and I got to go and do a quick little voiceover after this. Uh, just a uh, a revision. Uh, Will asks, Iron Man came out eleven years ago today, mm. marking the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the future of cinema, will what the MCU has uh, accomplished ever be uh, repeated or <coughs> surpassed? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, eventually, you know, things just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think now Marvel has a template that I think they're going to do now for the next phase. They're going to build out a whole bunch of new movies. And then 10 years from now, we'll see a uh, um, another big uh, big event. I think it's going to be a long time coming before we yeah. get something. That was an event. I mean, it was, I mean really, uh, like I was saying, uh, there might be three movies that you would really put on like a bottom, you know, bottom barrel situation. And then all the other movies were just good. They were just good movies, whether they were popcorn movies or they were more than that. Um, and then to be able to culminate and wrap it up in such grandiose fashion with, with Endgame, I mean, mm. how do you... I mean, it's going to be a while. It'll be at, a while. At least 10 years. Yep. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, my, my concern is, is that there's been such a cathartic release with Endgame that if Marvel continues to just go on their warpath as they have, there's going to end up being fatigue, and it's going to be... Yeah, they need uh, to slow it down again. That people need a, a little bit of a break. Yeah, I just came, and I don't. Uh, I really don't feel like coming again right now. I'm not, a, I'm not as young as I used to be. I just no. can't fucking wind that shit back up in like 35 seconds. No, I need a break. I need some time. I need a break. I need to Rehydrate. Build, I, need, I need to build up. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Sly, for the, uh, for the super chat. Idris Elba is Green Lantern. What are your thoughts? Idris Elba is almost anything. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a Green Lantern, I guess give it to Idris Elba, but please just don't make Green Lantern. Yeah, just stop. Stop. We already had to go through that experience with Ryan Reynolds. No, let's not do it again. No, let's just never do it. Hey Jeff. Yeah. Eight nine ten asks apple pie or cherry pie. Apple pie all day. Absolutely. Not even fucking close. That's not even a close call. I don't even like cherries. I mean, I'll I'll eat cherry pie. I'm no. a, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about Dude, it. Apple. But apple pie is definitely apple the pie choice between those two. Is my favorite pie. It's my favorite type of cake or pie. Like mm. it, I, that's it. I'm, it's the I'm only one I of, eat. Of all the pies, don't pumpkin me. Uh, my my order of importance. Well, I do like pumpkin pie mm. a lot. Um, is probably. Um, well, I'll, I'll put it in no particular order: pumpkin, blueberry, apple. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one. Uh, you like strawberry pe- you rhubarb? Like pecan? Oh, strawberry rhubarb. I like pecan pie, but yeah. pecan, I'd rather just eat butter tarts because pecan pie is literally a giant butter tart. That's all it is. Yeah, I don't like any of that. See, I'm not a big sweets guy. Yeah. Mine is apple and blueberry, 
That's it. Blueberry is one of those pies where you can make, as a baker, you can make a good apple pie. But blueberry pie is, is what separates the, the, you know, the, the, the wheat from the chaff. Mm. Because there's so much more liquid that comes out of the blueberries mm. that if you don't know how to do your crust properly and how to bake it properly on the other side, you just get soggy bullshit. Rip. So if you want to impress somebody, make a good, uh, good uh, blueberry pie. Blueberry pie. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? I'm getting hungry as fuck myself. I've been eating since 10. Uh, there, uh, Starcraft lover, 6969. There is a no poo movement, which doesn't mean what you think it is, because that would be dangerous and unhealthy. Yes. Uh, where people try to stop using shampoo products. Some claim it works and they don't, uh, smell since their head adjusts, uh, their oil output. Have you ever tried the no poo and what are your thoughts? P.S. Have you ever pissed in a shampoo bottle? That's an interesting follow-up question to those. All right. So, no, I haven't pissed in a shampoo bottle. And number two, I don't use shampoo. I don't wash my hair. There you go. Um, well, you don't wash it with product. Product. You're, saying. you're rinsing it with I water. Rinse it with water, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, um, I have, like, I have terribly dry fucking skin in general. And I have all manner of scalp problems as it is. I've tried just about everything, trying to figure out what doesn't piss off my fucking scalp at this point. Mm. Uh, and I have super bone dry hair. I could I could stick my head in the tap, take it out, and my hair will be the Sahara Desert <laughs> in five minutes. My hairdresser never ended up having to use a blow dryer because by the time we walked from washing my hair to sitting in a chair... Dry. It was dry. Great. And she had to use the squirt bottle to wet it down enough oh. to actually... Do, like, that's Damn. how fast my... Okay, so I tried that... Uh, it works. The answer is like most things in life, it works for some people and it doesn't work for others. Uh, I think the more, I think the more sensible thing is that there's a lot of what I've been trying now is that there's a lot of products that they're more natural, meaning they're, they're not laden with a bajillion chemical, whatever the fuck, mm. um, that you can use that do a better job than just blowing yourself out with a, a bunch of the usual shit. Uh, I've been doing that with mine. It has made a huge difference in my hair. Uh, but again, it's, it's, everyone's going to be different, right? Like, so for me, it's, it's made a big difference. Uh, I've even been doing that. I was mentioned it to Jeff before, even though I probably should have reapplied earlier today. Mm. I've got natural deodorant now. I'm not even using antiperspirant. There you go. I've been thinking about all natural. Just, I mean, you're that guy now. Well, I'm not like, I'm not the guy that's going to shop at Planet Organic or some shit. But I have enough skin issues that I'm like, I'm just trying to figure out how to not have more skin issues. Trial and error. Uh, Do it till it works. And there was something in my head that went, you know, blocking your armpits up and not letting your body just fucking sweat. That just doesn't sound... Your body's doing that shit for a reason. Yes. You know, it's fine to deodorize that shit. You don't want to smell like a nuclear holocaust. But at least let your body do its thing. Let it your do body its gets thing. rid of most of its toxins through here and here. Yep. And so if you're not letting it do that, at least in one of the two areas, I feel like you're fucking up a little bit. So I've been trying that. It's been working well. But yeah, I tried the no shampoo thing. Didn't work for me. But for some people, it does. Uh, just don't do it if you're going to, you know. I haven't been doing it because of any other reason. I just have ne- I barely, I don't have a lot of hair Well, you don't have with. any hair. And then on top of that, my hair has never been greasy or smelly or uh, dry or anything. Yeah. I, I never had any problems. I always just use water. Yeah. And and so for you, for example, for some people, like that's the thing is that your scalp is used to it, and it and it naturally produces because that's the whole science idea behind it, is your scalp pH level and everything will rebalance itself over mm. time. It will mm. get if you've been shampooing for a long time 
and you've been basically nuking your scalp and drying it out, it takes weeks for it to reacclimate gotcha. and produce oil naturally like yours would. Yeah. Is that the idea anyway? And then you can just wash your hair out with water and maybe only use like a light or a more natural shampoo to just, if you have longer hair, so not like you, yeah. if you're getting his stuff out of your hair because you yeah. have hair, to use that to help cleanse your hair out. But other than that, you go easy on it. That's the idea. But yeah. Uh, but for me, no, I have not pissed in a bottle mm. of basically any kind. Um, pissed in a jar though. When I was so sick one time, I couldn't actually stand up because I'd pass out. Oh, so that was one rough times. That was bad. It was a, it was a 24 hour stomach flu that I had like 104 degree fever. And if I stood up, I'd actually pass out. So the best I could do was sit on the edge of the bed and piss in a jar. It was a long. It was a long twenty four hours. Shouldn't laugh, but that's a. That was a. It was a rough twenty four hours. That's a rough one. I'll let me tell you that much. That's a rough one. Uh, let's see. Wayne is asking, if you had to use your life savings in gambling as a last resort, what game would you play? Blackjack, just for odds purposes. Um, or poker. Craps. Poker. I'd go craps. I'd probably play poker, honestly. Craps is the best odds in the house. It is. I actually think, yes, if you play a very certain you, you way. You play a specific way. You yeah. play it and you get yeah. 49%. Ba- Baccarat's also very, very high up in blackjack. Yeah. I'd Honestly, I'd probably do poker just because of the enjoyment of it as well. Um, but yeah, craps is, a, craps is a good one. I mean, craps is, is a good one. I'd go, um, I'd go poker. Fuck it. And Wayne, I hope you're not planning on using your life savings to go and uh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it, bro. Bad life choice. Uh, Alexa asks, "What is your favorite alcohol or cocktail, aka your weapon of choice to get fucked up?" My weapon of choice to get fucked up well, is those are two different questions, yeah. essentially. Yeah. My my favorite my my favorite drink to drink to enjoy yes is Tom Collins. Okay. My fucked up drink. For those who don't know what a Tom Collins is, explain what a Tom Collins it's, is. It's uh, well, it depending on where you're getting it made, but typically it's gin mm-hmm. um, mixed in with some. Some people use a uh, lemonade, okay, and a little bit of Sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on where you get it, like I've had uh, places that uh, they've used fucking tonic water, which is nasty. So mm-hmm. I don't like tonic water, but for the most part, it's gin, uh, Sprite, and lemonade. That's Usually, it's usually what places that refre- I've done. It's a refreshing drink. It's you, you get the the you get the the lemon in there. Yes, it's good. Um, and and they top it off with a lime. Uh, so there's that to get fucked up. It's Jaeger. If I get a bottle, that's a rough fucking. If I thing get a get bottle, of, up dude, on, bro. If I get a bottle of Jaeger, you know. I'm either celebrating hard on something, or you just or I am out. depressed as fuck, and I want to forget, because that's it. And all it takes is a pint. I drink a pint of Jaeger, bro, and I am fucking. Du- I could probably, honestly, right now, I could probably drink half a pint of Jaeger and be pretty fucked up. Because I have not would drink, drink I have, half a pint of Jaeger and be fucked yeah, up. I haven't drank drank in a while, but if I get if there's Jaeger in the fridge, something's going on. Good or bad. Good or bad, and it's usually bad. <laughs> because good, I typically want to just, you know, drink beer or have a, some champagne or something, like celebrate in class. Usually the Jaeger's a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to drink Jaeger, Jaeger straight in any situation. So, there you go. Uh, for me, I my go-to drinks, uh, I, I drink everything straight 
pretty much. Sometimes if it's in the summer and I really need it cooled down, I'll do ice, but I I feel like it just thins out whatever I'm drinking and I don't like uh, it. Yeah. If you don't um, drink it quick enough, it does so, for sure. Uh rum, rye, are and, and well rum and rye are my two go tos. And um and then if I uh want to get fucked up, which I never do because I never get drunk, but I can tell you what the things will get me the fucked up the fastest are, and that's rye will fuck me up if I uh, drink enough of it. Uh, and wine gets me more drunk than anything else, faster than anything else. Mm-hmm. So even though wine's like 15%, my body metabolizes wine in like fucking... Yeah, dude, 15% mil- wine is no joke. Milliseconds. Yeah, bro. So like I drink, I'll, I'll drink like half a bottle. You'll feel and it. And I'm feeling... You'll feel it. Good. Yeah, bro. Drink uh, a full bottle, you're feeling real good. Conversely, I could do like six to eight shots of rum or whiskey or rye and not be anywhere near as fucked up as drinking wine. Damn. Wine fucks me up. Mm. Uh, but yeah, and that might just be because I'm, I'm, I've grown tolerant, more tolerant to liquors than, uh, than wine. Uh, but your body metabolizes it different too. So those are the, those are the things. Rye, I'd also just fight people. Uh, wine, I'll fall asleep. That's the kind of drunk, the two difference of drunks. If I want to go downtown and fight somebody, I'm on the rye and I'm going to kill somebody. If I want to go Great. to sleep, half bottle of wine, my ass is grass, I'm, I'm toasted. Funny enough, there isn't a single liquor that I've, that I've had in my life that I get aggressive in terms of wanting to fight. I'm always the guy that either, uh, if I'm drinking beer, I mellow right out. Like I, I just get beer sleepy puts me almost. to sleep. Yeah, same as wine. Yeah. If I'm on the hard liquor or or really on the Jaeger or whatever, I just get uh, louder, more Jeff. Like yeah. a, a, uh, you know, just more of which part, is what I'm like on life. like if I'm drinking rum or something like that. Yeah. Like I just get more just louder. Just louder. I'm just louder and more for beer with me. I get touchy. I like, go louder, louder, louder. Sleep. Yeah. Wine. Sleep. <laughs> it's no louder. It's just sleep. Just sleep. It's just sleep. Last question, because specifically for you. Comes in from RMR. Mr. Black, got a question for you. Where did this whole bouse thing originally come from? <sighs> That's a good question. Do you even remember where well, it came from? I, I I I really don't know the exact origin. Uh I will say that I it, think I remember what your origin was. Well, there was a song that came out um from Lonely Island that came out that you know, like, like a, a boss. boss. And that was when I was really fucking saying like a bouse, like a lot. Uh, but I can't pinpoint an exact time. I uh, know. I, I'm pretty sure I even remember this better than you then. All right. What is it? So like a boss was a thing. Yeah. And everyone was saying like, like a, a boss. boss. It was like a, a phenomenal because Lonely Island, that was like peak Lonely Island, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Epic Mealtime at the same time became a thing and he right. was the because the difference was he wasn't saying boss he yeah. was saying sous spouse yes you nailed it that's it and it was the combination of those two things because you and I were hooked on Epic Meal Time and Lonely it. Island that's right and that hybrid became bouse bouse and I was bouse so he was saying yeah sous bouse you were saying bouse like yeah. bouse I was saying well he was saying like so, he was it was like weird an, how he said it it was like it wasn't it wasn't bouse no it was an au and you're yeah. using an ou yeah he was, was like bouse or sous bouse sous bouse yeah and I was saying bouse exactly it's a little different little it's subtle yeah subtle subtle but subtle. that is the combination of boss and bouse that's it from yeah. from Epic it's Meal pretty time. much it's pretty much boss but it's said it in a different way yeah and I just kept saying it kept saying it saying it until the point where it was part of my vocabulary and it just kind of stuck 
That was it. Yeah. So good memory. That's um. Yeah. That's the. That's that's it. That's it. Speaking of that's it, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for this week's technical alpha. Hit the like button. Punch it in the whore mouth. Hit it. Put it in its place. Patreon. And for the love of God, make sure that the bell icon is still turned on if you were somebody that turned on the bell icon before. Because, again, YouTube has managed to somehow find a way to turn that off for a lot of people on a lot of channels. Uh, For me, I was discovering through some of the tech channels I follow. They were tweeting about it. Uh, They had to go back and re hit that button for a bunch of them so make sure mm-hmm. that if you want notifications about us going live or when we release content on either this channel or Life's Glitch TV 2 for the clips of the podcast hit the bell icon follow hit the like buttons the usual deal viewership's going up uh, that's right it viewership's is viewership's going up it's going on up live streams we're over 200 concurrent let's go working our way to three that's right starting from the bottom and now we're like on the first step it's better than where we were <laughs> Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Patreon.com slash TV if you want to spell, uh, help support us financially and get a little something-something in return. We'll see you guys next time for more Technical Alpha. And until we do, peace! Peace!